0: Hello, ladies
1: and gentlemen, welcome to episode 37 of Hashtag Anime Talk. My name is Lyndon Burton, your host as always, is always joined by my co host, Mr. Chris S.J.E. Chris, it is. This is the. Okay, and I know. I don't want y'all to be upset at us because we do this pod every other week. But this is kind of the pod before the big panel. And lo and behold, there's not a lot of news this week. But we still come in with the content because there's a lot of review shit. We got to talk about a lot of shows this week. For sure. But how are you doing? Week of the show, week of the big panel. How you feeling?
2: Man, I'm feeling tired and run down because I've been doing so like I've been running around trying to organize so much different shit, not only for this, but for like uh extra side shit, because uh, we've been doing a lot like musically like me and Faye just dropped a project. Yeah, we got so more did. projects about to unroll and I don't want to uh spoil too much right now because whenever we really start unrolling these announcements, it's really going to be crazy. But um, just know, I've been working on a lot of behind-the-scenes shit from a lot of different angles.
1: Shit is coming out the woodwork. Ladies and gentlemen, like we said, ABC Anime Fest is this weekend. For those who can't make the convention, the out-of-staters, our fans who listen Shout out to our uh, state, shout-out to, I believe I believe his name is Bull on Twitter. He has the two snakes. Or whatever it's like two snakes and then like a bull in be- like the word bull in between. I'm I think per- I might know who you're I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure that's that that's that homie's name. But he asked a question if we were gonna uh record the panel. As of now, my guy Jay Dollars, aka Jesse Slater, just came into town and he said we can make it happen. So as long as he says we can make it happen, it's a go because my guy is the the man when it comes to sound engineering. So you guys should have the pa- We do the panel Saturday. We have an anime, we have an after party, what I-, I will talk about in a little bit. So, me and Chris may be tired, but you guys should have that up no later than Monday. You guys will have that. So, you'll have a pot this pod, the panel pod, and then the normal regular schedule pod the next week. So, three weeks worth of content from a hashtag anime talk. But thank you. Let me say this before we start thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast, who supports this podcast, because without you guys. Me and Chris wouldn't be able to do these panels, and we're trying to do panels not only just in Lafayette like we got some stuff coming for the Dallas fans for the fans out in Mississippi, Florida, at least the south if you if you listen to us outside of the South and want us to come to a convention near you or come do something in your town, request it at your local convention like if in your city, if you have a convention, just request us there and they will contact us, and we can probably make something happen but Thank you, thank you to everyone who supports this, whether you live in Lafayette, whether you don't, whether you listen to this once or twice, or you listen every time. Without you guys' support, we wouldn't be in the position we are today. So thank you guys. And speaking of A- ABC Anime Fest, get your tickets today. The convention is October 19th, this upcoming Saturday. The panel is from 12.15 to one fifteen. Get the tickets for 15 bucks. You can get your tickets at ticketmaster.com, avcanimefest.com, or go to the Cajun Dome Convention Center box office. On top of that, you'll be able to hang out with me and Chris at the convention for majority of the day. But then at 8 p.m., the official AVC Anime Con after party, aka Weebs and Wings, presented to you by Anime and Mosh Pits, designed by Paulie Steez, and sponsored by this show, hashtag AnimeTalk will be going down at Wing Fingers, like I said, from 8 until. And if you bring your AVC ticket or your wristband, you'll get a free PBR, a free beer, if you're 21 years and older. And I know we might have some fans that are under the ages of 21. You guys will not be getting a beer. But maybe you bring it, you'll get a T-shirt or something. We'll figure something out. And also, the people who come to AVC Anime Fest, if you come to our panel, we will be giving out free merch. I'm actually picking up the merch you guys hear this? T- Tuesday, I'm picking up the merch Wednesday, so like all the merch will be done and in, in my hand Wednesday for you guys for Saturday. We really are planning a lot of special stuff, including this panel. So you guys come out; it'll be a fun time. Like I said, me and Chris, I'm going to buy some figurines. I gotta like I already know I have money saved aside because I couldn't get any figurines at Mechacon because like mm-hmm. I didn't come prepared. Oh, I, was, I got I, was, I got a I few was, things at Mechacon. To get my, some shit. I was on my like doing bros who binge content stuff so it was like i ain't bring enough money with me
2: i wonder yeah, how I much shit they up. really gonna have to buy over there come i'm gonna i'm gonna try to cop it. I'm they, assu-
1: they say they got a showroom like legit so i'm assuming the figure niggas will be there man if,
2: if they got swords i'm gonna cop me a blade i've been trying to cop buku blades bro like ever since i cop shusui the uh the zoro blade i'm mm. trying to cop more blades
1: damn i i do need a companion to my sasuke blade i would get lost sword don't you have lost sword you,
2: no, no, I got. Shushui. Uh, yeah, I got uh, a yeah, Okay, yeah. but no, real talk. If they have any demon slayer sword, I'm liable oh. to get more than one. And like
1: skate swords, are, I feel that.
2: Like if I was getting no swords, I'd have to get both. And oh, that is one I would want. But to be honest, like in those cases, my, you know he's my favorite Demon Slayer character. But I, uh, Zenitsu is my favorite. Oh,
1: his sword looks fire. Yeah, Zenitsu's his, sword is like honestly, legendary. out of everybody on the show's power set moves, I've seen animated. And this is not manga because like, I don't know how the Stone pillars moves look when it's animated. I'm just talking about straight anime. Zenitsu's powers look the best. Like, I would love to be a Breath of the Thunder yeah, person. Yeah, for sure. Because you have speed, and, like, we only know Zinitu knows to do one move. Like, I wonder how the other moves look.
2: Man, I, I just, like, aesthetically, like, of his, actually, just his sword. Like,
1: oh, just like uh,
2: he, His sword is one of my favorite swords, like, in anime so far. Because, like, uh, Shusui's one of my favorite ones. Law's sword's one of my favorite ones. Uh, There's a lot of swords That are like iconic swords You know what I'm saying I feel you And his His goes up there As far as design Cause I like his More than Tanjiro's I like his more than uh, Inosuke's Even though Inosuke's Is right next to it It's
1: aesthetically pleasing And I I just like the
2: fact That Inosuke fucks his swords Up on purpose That like
1: But those saw Like it just fits his build
2: It it fits Everything about that fits And I love both uh, Both of the swords So I'm I'm gonna blow some money If they got that over there
1: Yeah I'm looking to get Some posters for the studio For when we get our video shit Mm -hmm. shit, shit set up And I'm also I want some new figures Cause I got like a, a chibi like Izuku figure But like I want like a real one Like I want like one of those Like those hot toys Like those big ass Yeah, Like I'm, w- I'm willing to spend like A hundred bucks on two figures Like
2: Fade got a couple Fade got a big uh He just recently threw a, a Super Saiyan 4 uh, Not Super Saiyan 4 uh, Regular Super Saiyan Or Super Saiyan 2 Goku Ooh. And uh it's big It's big as fuck And he got that big ass launch too And I'm sitting there like saying You getting You shitting on me Like it was to the point Where I had tons of figures And shit like that And like now he's like Killing me with that. I went to his crib. This dude got like big Rayquaza and shit in his crib. That's
1: fire. Low key, no. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I want like either I want one one piece, one my hero. And even though oh, yeah. I'm a Naruto stand, it has to be an amazing looking Naruto figure for me to get it. Because like that's how I don't much have I love any Naruto, Naruto
2: figures. I just thought about. I, wait, no, I don't got no Naruto figures. Not even any pop figures. Really? I got like my biggest figure right now. It's probably my Luffy figure. It's like where he's standing with his fist. You know what I'm saying? With his mm. fist down. I don't know what that's like. Ge- second gear. Yeah, or something. Gear segundo but uh it's, it's second year. that's one of my favorites i got that one uh that's probably one of my biggest ones too but uh mostly i got like buku dragon ball figures i got some my hero figures and shit like that but i'm not gonna lie i'm a figure person but i'm like a
1: you're like one of those like the pop chibi figures you're not like the no no I, I
2: ain't gonna lie i like the figures but like i like i get the band prestos which are like mm. the small ones so back in the day it stemmed from i think when i was young, my mom. Uh, I don't know how many you know parents are. How many of y'all parents are like this? But I got the typical black mom to where we go in the store. Like she tell me not even to look at the fucking toys. You know what I'm saying? She'd be like, "Don't go over there. Don't touch nothing. If you look at something, look at something." But we not buying none of that shit. We got enough money for groceries. And I would always see the big figures, like the action figures. Mm-hmm. And uh the only ones that every Blue Moon I'd be able to uh, finesse my mom getting to buy me would be the small ones. It was like almost a little keychain. It was like small figures, but it would be. You Know it wouldn't be like Chibi, it wouldn't be like um, like the kitty ones, it would just be like the full size or the full figure of the full character, just but just a like mini- a, a mini form. And I'd have a bunch of them. I remember I had Broly with like long green hair, it was like I don't know what kind of figure this was because it was official Bandai, but it was like uh, long haired Broly, like how it's like you know, how he got the black hair, like uh,
1: long. Rabbits, almost.
2: Well, like it's just like regular first Broly form, oh, okay, okay, but except his hair was green. Mm. It, it was weird. It was like green because usually when he hit the oh, green, his hair be, is short.
1: No, because wait, you remember the first movie They he had the green, that's when he went full rage, but he could still do Super Saiyan when his dad was controlling him. Oh, okay. And that's the long shit. Say, I
2: never I never really remembered if he had the, the long green hair, but I remember like that inspired me to get the small...
1: Figures for I, your whole life.
2: And especially because Dragon Ball, uh, and not even really just Dragon Ball, Ban Presto as a whole. Cause I got a Zoro figure, a Ban Presto figure. But uh they do small ones and like small meaning like about the size of your phone, you know what I'm saying? Like not something as big as a uh action figure or a big the statues. Yeah. But something that's just big enough to be like bigger than a keychain. But um Shonen Jump has like an entire like the one I've been looking at lately, I might purchase it soon. is like uh the Taguro. They got like a Taguro Bam Presto or Yusuke one and they got like a Shonen Jump collection where they have their logos as uh figures. But heroes and like Dragon Ball, they got they drop them in sets. Like every Banpresto uh, set, it drops in a set of like uh, four to eight, and each set is has its own amount of rarity. Mm. And they have like somewhere you'll get the Dragon Ball ones, and they, like I said, they're all the small ones, right? But there's one set they uh, dropped, and it's more exclusive than the others. But it's like they give you Shinron, Purunga, and uh, the Super Shinron, the Gold Shenron, oh, so the Super give you all the dragons. And them bitches are huge, and it's the same Band Presto. It's just more expensive and more rare because it's like a they didn't make a million of them like they did the other ones. They made a mm. few. They got some on there. Like if you uh, go on eBay and look up some of the sets,
1: bet it's over one hundred fifty.
2: Bro, when I tell you the the sets regularly go for, because you know each one Band Presto itself will be like nine ten bucks. Yeah, uh, and they come in sets of like eight. So the eight will be like 45 to 60, depending on what kind of deals you can get. But usually you get them cheaper buying them in the set. Now, when I tell you there are certain sets from like, the, because they've been doing this shit for years, there are certain rare sets from like the Freezer arc, from like Dragon Ball to where you'll go on there, even Broly, the Broly movie, original ones, you'll go look and try to buy the whole set. It'll be like $1,000 to $5,000 for a set of eight figures, regular size. No way. You'll get like the Broly for $400. Just the Broly, I'd be looking at that shit, bro. Cause like sometimes I'd be like, "What's the most expensive shit I could get?" Just out of curiosity, I'm like, "No, no you gotta yeah, be shitting me."
1: Yeah, that's wild, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, no, man, you guys. Uh, after the show, maybe even uh, before the show, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. We're gonna be probably concerned with setting up and just mm-hmm. getting everything ready to go. But definitely after at uh the panel it ends at one fifteen. After that,
2: yeah, and I think the 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 whole con starts at twelve.
1: Mm -mm, It starts before then.
2: It starts at like ten or eleven.
1: At like ten or eleven, yeah. But
2: usually, what I'm trying to say is like twelve to one is like at the beginning of the con. Oh yeah, no. Then until like six or seven, yeah. So you got a lot of time after.
1: Yeah, the cosplay contest is after us. I want to go see the panel with Overhaul, the uh, voice of Overhaul for this My Hero Academia season. I definitely want to talk to him. Maybe try to get him on for an interview. But that's just some like inside baseball that I usually don't tell you guys but I'm just letting you guys know because we're doing the con what me and Chris will be doing mostly it'll just be walking around on the floor buying shit
2: yeah so if you see us anytime after because like like he said before um we're gonna be kind of setting everything up but whenever we're done and we're wrapping everything up and you see us moving around feel free to come walk up to us ask us questions talk to us we love that shit and yeah 100 trust me you're gonna see me at least window shopping if I don't if I don't cop nothing I might yep. but you to at least see me in that store area so if you don't if you don't know where to find me That's probably nine times out of ten where I'm
1: going to be. 100%. But like I said, get your tickets today for ABC Anime Fest October 19th. As well as come see us at Wings and Weebs, uh, the official after party for ABC Anime Con. October 19th, 8 until and if you bring your ABC ticket or wristband you will get one free PBR on entry. We will be doing free giveaways, cosplay contests as well as a Jump Force tournament which I must let you niggas know. Even though I will be talking at this event and, and hosting with my guy Chrissa, I will <laughs> whoop you niggas asses. <laughs> like, I going a lot bro and I've
2: been getting my training in because like last time you see us on documented uh, I don't know if we got one justice documented
1: my, my record is pretty unblemished. I only have like two laws. I
2: might have some competition for you right now and jump for us because bro I'm still on it low key
1: and oh goes my new guy bro I think the
2: <laughs> I think the last time we played was before Mardi Gras whenever Nick threw that Mardi Gras party uh, throw me a party Mister or whatever like literally when I tell you I was inside uh I
1: thought it was after that because Fade came through
2: I mean maybe it might have been
1: it might have been like right right after that but
2: I know for sure I got some fucking training in because Ooh. I sat there like we was talking about that last week how he has like a wheelchair in his uh, living room it's just like a chair in his living room mm-hmm. and I was in that wheelchair so long serving niggas L's and jump fours that they thought I was really in the wheelchair they was like what's a guy in the wheelchair and they're like he's not in the wheelchair <laughs> nah, he's just been in there for fucking four hours serving so L's so and funny. jump fours y'all better ask Fade ask Flues man I, I serve L's <laughs> now oh Fade not good oh see Fade's good but like he he whooped my ass a couple times but Fade always one of them people to where he'll beat my ass at a game and then make me get cold at it and he'll never beat me again. Mm-hmm. And he he'll beg to differ too. He'll beg, he'll say he whooped my ass every time, but like you,
1: we gonna see. Like I said, I'm winning we get
2: competitive, bro. Me and him get competitive with Pokemon. Like we eat, we all we the type of dudes get the opposite game and she was the opposite starter and we'd be like talking shit the whole time <laughs> so as soon as a fighting game come out he like bitch i'll beat your ass you know what
1: i'm saying mm, well you guys be out there get ready I, like to I said, lose i'll yeah, say yeah, that i'm lose no 100 like i said i'm moving your niggas asses like like i like chris already that's why he said he trained and to come get me the mail. No, that's no. what i'm
2: saying i've been i've been back on it like n- let me not lie to you i haven't been on it uh what, what was the last dlc you played with
1: Bakugo, I literally just like because you remember when I texted you, I was like, Yo, I got my PlayStation back, I'm getting the I'm getting oh, the yeah. vibes again. That was like a month ago, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so like I'm fresh in it. I haven't
2: played with Bakugo, but I definitely played with All Might, Bisky, and uh, See, I, Kaiba. yeah, I've
1: only played with Bakugo and All Might because I didn't bother downloading Bisky Kaiba. Was
2: garbage, but Bisky, uh, who I thought would I be the most garbage, was actually food. fun. Not trying to play with yeah, Fat Boo. Yeah. And that's you know. probably why I didn't download the new shit. Cause I'm like Fat Boo Boo.
1: And anyway, I don't think anybody's busting up the Silver Hair Brigade for those who used to watch our streams. Yeah. We'll probably, <laughs> probably start doing those again. But for let's, real. Let's get into this week's episode. That's enough plugging for everybody who is not in laugh yet. Let's get into this week's episode. Uh so first off, new my hero. Uh, two heroes. ri Or n- it's not two heroes. New My Hero Hero Rising trailer. The movie dropped its first trailer along with the premiere of season four. We will talk about episode one of season four a little later in the show. Crystal, what did you think of the new My Hero Hero Rising trailer?
2: I fucked with this trailer super hard. Uh, and I know we talked about one. Uh, two heroes. Yeah, and. Whenever we watched that, like, that was an experience for me. I was hyped for it. I saw the trailer, I was, like, super hype. I was was ready for it. Then the movie uh, came, and the movie delivered. Now, with this one, the trailer has me double as hype as the last trailer. Because, like, I know what the last movie was, and I know from seeing the movie what I remember expecting after seeing the trailer before I watched the movie. So watching this one, I'm, like, expecting a lot, because they showed a lot in this trailer.
1: Yeah, see, the last movie... They kind of led us astray in the sense of we thought that it might have been more of the kids' story line, but it's the first movie, so I get it. It was an All Might Deku story mainly because we were visiting All Might's former associate and his associate's daughter. It was mainly the American people's story plus mm-hmm. All Might and uh, Deku's, where Bakugo Shoto were kind of back backside. They didn't really do too much, like Arakaka, they didn't really do too much. Like it was more so All Might and Deku. The the surrounding classmates did a little bit just to like say Mm -hmm. they deserve the screen time. But this one, now that All Might is no longer in commission, this movie, I believe it takes place from some of the hints that the internet has seen. Don't quote me on this if I'm wrong, but I'm 80% sure that this movie takes place after the uh, Shigaraki Tomura villain academia arc. Damn. I believe that's when this movie takes place because there's some, there's a certain way that Shigaraki looks that suggests that this is post that arc because he hasn't looked like this until that arc. Hmm. So this seems like this will be probably before Deku and them go back to their internships. And like this is the... Because what's going on right now, Deku and them are doing an internship with a new hero. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but this this seems like it's taking place in between that, but nonetheless, you, the movies are side. This new villain looks really dope. He seems like he has similar powers to All for One, so this is kind of like a tester for uh, young Bakugo and Midori. And this seems really like Bakugo and Midori's movie because we even have two kids saying it, which seems like the climax of the movie. Like, one says, Save us, Deku, and the other says, Save us, Bakugo. So it's like, this seems like it's their movie, which I'm cool with because, like, I dig that they're putting Bakugo kind of in the. Because the first two seasons would suggest that Todoroki's maybe a little more important, even mm-hmm. though Bakugo was still, like, we knew that that was his childhood rival. As the show is progressing, it seems like we're putting Bakugo more in that Sasuke role than ever before. And Ch- Todoroki's kind of taking the Gara role, if anything.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that, because you know me. I've, I, I like Gara more than I like Sasuke. I like mm-hmm. Todoroki more than I like Bakugo. So seeing Bakugo get some shine is cool. And um, knowing that he is parallel to uh, to Deku and it's not uh, Todoroki. Todoroki, like how you say it, is the Gaara, how... Yeah, he's like,
1: they're, they're homies. Yeah, and the thing is, I love seeing that. Um, well, not even... Well, they, they're they definitely friends and they, they're all rivals, but there's a respect there for Deku and that Deku and Todoroki both share with each other. That's more than the respect that him and Bakugou... Like, him and Bakugou slowly are building that that respect. Like he first acknowledged him really like last season for the first time and that was a barely acknowledgement where Todoroki fully acknowledges Deku, like came to his aid with the stain killing. Like mm-hmm. they're homies. Like ever since that fight they had at the uh sports tournament, they've been they've acknowledged themselves as homies oh, and yeah. rivals. Like and but, that but like on the Naruto Gara vibe though.
2: Yeah, for sure. I am like with this trailer for sure though, I just like seeing the characters get in formation. You saw all the the squad. You saw like uh Everybody, you saw yeah, all yeah, the students. Momo,
1: you saw, uh, uh, Ochako. Like I saw... love the moment
2: where you saw it zoom up on or zoom out of uh, Deku then zoom out of uh, Bakugo, then Todoroki, then Ochako, then uh, Momo. And it's like, damn, all these motherfuckers is like getting in formation because they was all solo getting their own little shot. And then uh, at the, towards the end, you get to see the shot of everybody and just to see Deku and Bakugo at the front and just see everybody like behind them is like some gang shit and it's like, oh, this is about to be is some action Ida shit. Becoming,
1: um Joey Wheeler. <laughs> I mean
2: Ida everybody knows, because Ida uh is that boy, but l- not to take any credit from him, but everybody knows that uh out of the gang, right? Uh re- the main focus is gonna be on Deku, uh, Bakugo, Todoroki is the main three. Then the next line in the next uh, lineup would be like uh It would be him, Kurishima, see I, I, uh, I would. Uchako.
1: I would say it goes they're the big three. Of course, if if we add the female characters in in there, it would be along with them on the same level as them. If we have to, it would be Yaomomo and, and Ochako. I'd say those are the two like leading females, and then yeah. like the next tier under in terms of boys would be Ida. Like Ida would be leading. Ida and Karishma. Yeah, like Ida as Deku's best friend and Karishma as Bakugo's best friend. I'd say those two would be the next. All right, I, I could see it. I but, like, see I'd it. put Ida even a tier above Karishima. Like, not a tier. I same feel like they're the tiers. same
2: tier. I feel like Karishima would be over Ida. They're they the same
1: to. tiers, but, like, let's say, like, Ida would be four. Karishima would be five. That makes sense. That does make sense. Just because he was – Karishima hasn't had his big arc yet. Like, mm-hmm. it's coming, like, season four. Like, but you can is- tell. They
2: by, they're they trying to focus on him. And to me, I feel like Ida uh, is looked at so highly – because, like, he... He's he's Deku's first friend. And he's, like, the bar, too. He's, like, a bar that has to be passed to where you're going to see nigga Sky, Sky, like, rocket past him. You know what I'm saying? As far as strength and just... And in uh, terms of
1: the first big fight, he was the main, like, guy against And he's things. looked
2: at, like, the leader. You know what I'm saying? He's looked at, like, the leader. He's, like, isn't he, like the class... He's uh, a class president. Yeah, class president. He's, like, looked at, like, the leader as far as that. He's not... He's class president, but, like, he he's that because that's his personality yeah. as well like he's he's just that leader and i feel like he's that bar to be like look I'm not saying i'm sonning y'all but it's like i'm the leader you know what i'm saying i feel like we're gonna see deku take charge of that soon because i mean he's gonna be the new all uh all might
1: but see in terms of the class i'll give that to either but when they get out in the field
2: yeah that's what De- i'm saying De- De- is the leader i the feel field. like that's gonna make him kind of get like it's just in the image of things because uh you know, this is all speculation and shit. But my hero evolving into past school, into them being really in the field as heroes. Uh, I feel like Ida's gonna see. I don't his, even want to like. He if, peaked already. To if me. we if
1: we get to the oh,
2: yeah, like Karishima ne- never peaked. Well, Karishima's about to hit his peak. But he may, that may be his first peak. But I feel like uh, Ida's not gonna it, get a peak like that.
1: You don't think that's Eda Eda already had his first peak.
2: But that's what I'm saying. He may have had his only peak. Versus, uh, I
1: don't want to believe that because I like his powers. He and, he's like low key one of the like. If you ask me, strength wise, and I know we don't give Tokiomi his credit, but like that's that's Hirokoshi's fault. Like that's not my fault. Like uh, uh, Tokiomi doesn't have that many arcs, except he had like that last one where he went Rage Monster. But we don't ever see him doing anything super in the vein of Deku Bakugo, Todoroki in the in like. Ida's powers in the sense of those three, like those three are the top. I depending on where you rank it, that's personal preference. But obviously to me, I think Deku is inevitably maybe not where I'm at in the storyline, at least Deku's the strongest right now. Like I don't think yeah, for I sure. don't I don't think Todoroki and Bakugo I think they're second and third, wherever you want to play some personal preference. But if you ask me who's the next strongest, and I know people would say Tokiomi because of like S tier quirk. But, like, out of someone who can control their quirk and have both offense and defensive capabilities, I got to go eat him, see, Super
2: Super speed. Just for what the, the... And I must say he's one of my favorites to play as and One justice. One's uh, justice. Uh, or at least he was, especially when we first got started. Like that was my go-to character. He had that weird kick and It was awesome. His attack. power
1: set is so dope. Like super oh, yeah. speed. You can't be you can't beat it.
2: And the moveset is just fun to play in the game. But I feel like uh, as a like character-wise, him and Tokyomi... what's his Tokiomi? Yeah. The bird nigga is what yeah, you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. I always just call him bird nigga. <laughs> but uh <laughs> literally, like uh those two, I feel like they were super badass at the beginning, only to be like that that bar to pass. And once you pass them, I feel like they were supposed to be the strongest at that point. But then as the story progresses, I feel like is Deku even- for sure should have passed him, uh, supposed to be passing him up, as well as Bakugou uh, and uh, Todoroki. But I feel like even Bird Nigga, I feel like, like uh, and this is just me putting all my faith in Karishima, I feel like he even going to pass both of those up. You might even see some of the girls pass them up to where they were the bar, but they, they're only there to show how much, the uh, how badass they were and how far the other characters have come me passing them up. I disagree
1: with you with that, because I don't even look at it like that, because the bar to me has always been Todoroki.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Todoroki's but, the bar,
1: but. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, Todoroki's. I look at it in the sense of, okay, Kar- like, we've done. But, like,
2: not Karish- Karishima. Karishima wasn't stronger than. Uh,
1: we've built up Deku to the certain extent with his best friend. And if we're going to believe the parallel that, like, All Might wants it to be Deku and Bakugo do it together, we have to build up Bakugo's support system. That's why I think Karishima's getting a big arc. Right okay, yeah, now. that's true. So I, I look at it in the sense of, not necessarily the bar, in the sense of we have to build up these main characters so as their friendships grow, we have to have Bakugo be at the same point Deku is before we raise Deku up anymore. So we can raise them up incrementally. So this is Karishima's bar, but I think when Deku rises, we might see a Ida get a, a, get another shine.
2: And we could hope, because he, he, he is badass. You feel me? To a certain extent, I do fuck with him. He's one of my favorites. Because
1: if you look at that post, on oh, that all promotion art, he's like, he's up there.
2: Yeah, he, he is like he is a leader. He's like the leader of the class as far as the class. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like eventually and I don't see uh Karishima being super uh utilized as well as he possibly could um in the future, but I know for sure, like I feel like you know, the main is, is you know, Todoroki, Deku, and uh, Bakugo, uh Ochako getting some character development in there, but I feel like if anybody they're gonna flesh out anymore it's gonna it's not gonna be Bird nigga, maybe not either, but I could hope because I wanna see uh Tokiomi get more cold too like I want to see him because he's badass I like yeah, seeing him get some screen time and just to throw him in the character with the dude who could turn his fucking fingers and hands into ears and shit that guy's
1: badass too She, uh I think his name is Shiro but I might you, be you don't get to see them do a lot yeah. you get to see
2: Froppy more than a lot of these other characters get, get utilized and I, I just don't and this is me just kind of accepting it in my head that Ida might be in that category eventually but i don't want him to be you know what i'm mm. saying like because he's him as well as Tokiomi as well as karishima they could all be utilized to uh their full extent
1: yeah no I, i'm with you on that in on that regard i definitely think we'll see more either but that's all about we got for the new my hero Two. uh it's not two heroes it's my hero hero rising trailer let's get to the next topic Demon Slayer released its trailer for the dub version. I believe the anime has already premiered on Toonami. Ooh. We got to talk yeah, about- Yeah, I watched
2: episode one.
1: Okay, so we're not going to talk about the episode. The reason why I have this on here is because we wanted to talk about what do you think of the dub casting? Um, I don't want to
2: speak on it too early because all I've seen- <laughs> Especially when I, 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 this is me right before I'm about to speak on it but I don't want to say too much just just know whatever I say after this disclaimer is um, subject to, to change but first impressions of the trailer they got so much backwards uh, Tanjiro I was seeing him do a lot of the whiny voice shit that I would expect from Zemitsu
1: do we continue to give these main like do they not, my question is and i i don't i don't i don't know sh- like shit from shine i don't know shit from sugar when it comes to how you pick voice acting but to me wouldn't you think that you would listen to kind of and i know american voice actors might have their own american voice actor directors and people who cast might have their own interpretation of it but wouldn't you listen to the japanese dub to kind of get an idea of the tone they're going for because it's their language and we're really just translating and we have this we have this idea in america this stigma that because it's kids they have to sound a certain way mm-hmm. but if you listen to the japanese same it goes the same way for tanjiro and for deku i believe that deku if you listen to him in the dub in the sub he sounds completely different than the dub in the dub he he he's more wimpy than the than the sub and the manga kind of give him credit for he's wimpy but he's more so smart and just i wouldn't even say wimpy it's timid like there's a, you can do timid without having to sound whiny. And I feel like they took Tanjiro's kindness and made that his timidness sound whiny. I find the only way stuff like this
2: will happen is if um the same time the the anime is getting green lighted for production in Japan, they're um like the same time that the Japanese are dubbing it, they're sending it to America to dub it without any prior knowledge. Uh, which I hope isn't the isn't the case, or you would imagine wouldn't be the case. But seeing this, it's like, bro, if you are in 2019 and we're in an a era where Twitter is a re- very real, and people, uh, the narrative on Twitter as far as in the anime community is that oh, sub is better yeah. than dub, dub is garbage, trash, don't waste your time. As a dub company, you can't just ignore that and be like, ah, haters gonna hate. You have to be like, let's change the it's narrative.
0: Yeah, let's
2: man. let's make sure we do it as close or if not, try to be better because the 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 thing is, nobody's watching Yu Yu Hakusho sub. Nobody's watching Dragon Ball sub unless we're talking super.
1: And that's my point because you're a prominent defender of dub. I mm. used to be, a. am a defender of certain ones and I would be more of a defender if more were done in a, not making it, ch- like, Anime Mm -hmm. not necessarily yes, it's for teens. But like Japan doesn't treat it as like childish material. They treat it with respect and like they make it to where adults can love it too. And that's the the, I think that's the bridge we're not necessarily connecting with these American dub. I would love to champion more dub, but if you want me to be honest and I'm never gonna lie on this pod, I watch more sub by I like it's it's not like I might watch, let's say out of every hundred anime. I'd say ninety of those, maybe ninety five are are sub, five are dub.
2: Now, now let me tell you, with, with me specifically, and people like to say I'm a dub nigga, like you know the argument they you, they you're say more than me. That's why that's gang, why I say it. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I am for sure, like, but at the same time, I'm on the sub type. Like the main reason why I stick up for dub so much is it because I'm just this big dub fan. I'm not the type of person who likes to watch uh read subs. That's not me. I read like I watch a lot of sub prominently. When I do watch anime, if I have the choice, uh, usually I'm going to go with dub, but that's more of a situational thing. But as far as sub versus dub, I watch all the new shit.
1: So yeah, there's. You got to watch that sub.
2: Now, Dr. Stone, uh, Fire Force are two shows that are being dub. My hero, even.
1: Yeah, my hero is simul-dub, Um yeah. I'm watching all those but dub. But you got to pay for that, though. Because if you were a normal person who didn't pay for like Funimation app and you just watch stuff on Hulu, you got to wait. Yeah, you're right. Or Crunchyroll. Yeah, you got to wait.
2: Uh, now, see, I'm one of those people who I have the Funimation app. I'm watching Fire Force dub because they're pretty consistent with the dub. Like, not if not the same day, the next day the dub drops at the same exact time. Like, not an episode, like a week late. Like, my hero was, like, two weeks behind, if I'm not mistaken. But now, with season four, my hero, like, I watched that shit in dub. Like, Real. Uh, today I watched it in dub. And um, Fire Force, same day. Dr. Stone, I think, is a week or two behind. I want to say Dr. Stone is two weeks behind. But um, I'm enjoying all of those so far, right? I heard some people complain about the um, Dr. Stone dub, certain lines or certain uh, parts. But as far as the voice acting, casting and everything, uh, I like it. Um, One of my favorites that I've watched sub first is Hunter x Hunter. And then I'm watching it in dub again. And I love the dub. So I just, the reason why I defend dub so much isn't just because I just love dub. It's just that I know dub can be done correctly. And as... As I know, as as I know as well as everybody, there's a million trash dubs out there, but there are some subs that I I will watch, but but I can't necessarily stomach them as much as I would be able to a certain dub. Like my boy, Doom, I put him on Parasite. I watched that sub and dub, like depending on where I was watching it. Mm -hmm. And to me, I didn't notice how terrible the dub, not to shit on the company, because I don't know who did it, but the dub at some points in, in Parasite was just terrible to the point where it was like barf. It's like you hear it, it sounds like they paid a, like somebody off the side of the, the road $20 to do it the See? whole season.
1: And that's my thing. Like, there's some anime that I will never watch sub. I will never. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Yu Yu Hakusho, Trigon, Black Lagoon, uh, Cowboy Bebop. But that's because they took that material seri- Like, mm-hmm.
2: And that's me. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho, I'm not going to watch sub. I will never
1: watch sub. I will never watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Cowboy sub.
2: Bebop, not going to watch sub unless I have to, that's, unless that's they come below. out with a new season or something. But, um, there are certain shows that I do prefer dub, and there are certain shows that I do prefer sub. Uh, I'm just one of those people who's on the fence about it. I'm like, I, I take everything by a case-by-case basis. So I'm not going to get on the sub side or the dub side. I'm one of those people who get excited for dub. People are like, why? I'm like, because sometimes I want to watch it dub. I'm excited at the the idea of uh, my, my friends that don't really watch anime because everybody starts off as an avid anime fan or at least if you're in my age grade, uh in my age range a lot of time a lot of the time your first anime you ever seen was in english a lot of the Big times facts. um a lot of the first times you saw your favorite anime even if you're on a dub uh sub now you watched it dub like a lot of people oh, watch yeah. naruto sub for the i mean uh dub for the first time that ever. was
1: me man like i watched it week to week as it dropped on Tsunami. in the moment i found out there was another version and listened to it I was like, oh, sign me up. Exactly. <laughs> like Naruto kid does not sound right. And like.
2: that's my thing. People, I'm sitting there knowing that me as an anime fan, I used to watch the, uh back before, you know, uh, Wi-Fi and broadband, it was dial-up. So I would be watching these dragon ball uh dragon ball z dragon ball gt clips before we got them in america but i'm watching them on like the windows media player with the black shit and it's taking forever to load and i'm watching it and it's like not even sub it's just japanese voice, yeah. raw raw audio so i'm listening to it i'm like oh my god goku sounds like that vegeta sounds like that now i'm more my my ears more trained it's it's a, a, a acquired taste i love a lot of the sub voices now the accents um, they kill me as far as comedy whenever they do the comedy uh the seriousness it gets me with the seriousness but upon being introduced to the medium anime is just a genre or just a medium to uh in which to you know take in entertainment yeah. i was not about to fuck with sub raw none of that shit before and i know oh, no. there's plenty of people like that still to this day and i know dub being one of those things that can introduce you to anime, it needs to be on point. And Demon Slayer being one, one of ad, the best yeah. anime of the year, you have to do the dub right. Promise Neverland, the dub was good.
1: And that's my thing, like, with My Hero and Demon Slayer being the new... And when I say this, don't don't take it for what... Like, I'm not saying these two are better than what I'm about to say, but in the sense of Shonen Jump, My Hero and in, in, uh, Demon Slayer are arguably the new naruto and one piece in the sense of they're the biggest the biggest new properties and i know people are gonna say black clover that's well and good but that's bleach but my point, huh you read my mind <laughs> yeah but, but I, say, uh, I knew
2: I, I feel like i knew where you're going with that one cause exactly. i'm saying like ain't no way you putting black clover if, above something and the, else and
1: the reason in my opinion why i don't think one piece one piece is big worldwide and it's big in america don't get it twisted but it's not as big as it could have been because of things like the four kids dub, Yep. things like the dub. in th- Naruto, it just so happened that people kind of accepted that voice. But then the, like... And it wasn't terrible. The Naruto, it, Naruto dub isn't terrible. I yeah, watched Naruto it, and dub. It's just Naruto's voice himself. Like, and I, that's why you see a lot of hatred... For Naruto, the character when it comes to Americans, and you see a lot of love for Sasuke. Because it'll believe it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Naruto's so fucking annoying. And to have these new age, you you want these two to be the biggest things in Shonen, you gotta do these dubs, right? And in my opinion, some of the My Hero dub is great, some of it's not. Some of the Demon Slayer dub is okay, some of it's not. Like I, You don't like Zenitsu, but I actually like it. I like Zenitsu, but I
2: like Zenitsu as Tanjiro. That voice is what I imagine Tanjiro sounding like, or Tanjiro. Yeah. But as far as um, Inosuke Tanjiro, I thought you should have gave Tanjiro's voice to Zenitsu and I wouldn't have been mad. And Inosuke, they got to do better because uh. But see, I like Demon it, it, Slayer is going to be one of the ones I think I prefer in sub. Just because
1: I know a lot of the fan like base some agree with me, with me bro. In one piece of Naruto, I prefer subs. Like, don't even come at me. And
2: especially if you get used to the sub, you can't switch to... Mm -mm. Because that's why I say... uh, That's why I brought up Hunter Hunter. That's why I brought up um, Naruto. Because those are two that I can interchange sub and dub. Like, I could watch 20 episodes sub, then 20 episodes dub, then one episode sub... Back and forth. And it's not going to bother me any. But certain shows, like My Hero, would bother me. Um, And I say that I interchange that one as well. But certain shows, it's going to fuck with me. Because I'm used to a voice being a certain way that sounds how one sounds. One Piece
1: bugs the hell out of me, Dubbed.
2: I know I know the, the fan base, a lot of the Demon Slayer fan base will agree with me. When you hear Zenitsu say Nezuko and Tanjiro's name, that shit it does something to your soul. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like Tanjiro. Now when you hear Inosuke just scream and holler and just say some random shit. His personality wanna... screams through his Japanese they voice. They made
1: Inosuke like a, a whiny mad kid. Like yeah, they
2: made him weird in the, the, the dub.
1: Inosuke in the sub is like a cocky, like dummy with a like with a deepish voice. Like Inosuke is supposed to have the deepest voice he, out of the three.
2: His voice is what kind of sold me as a I'm not saying sold me because everything like the actual character sold me. The manga was selling but me. But it just it,
1: it, it if fits you believe so that voice, perfect. yeah. Like when you read these manga, you picture a certain voice. And and nine times out of ten, when you watch the anime. You sometimes think, oh, it fit or it didn't fit. And for Demon Slayer, the sub, everything fit. Like, I love Tanjiro's voice. I love Inosuke's and I love Zenitsu's. I think this interpretation of the dub, the only one I do like is Zenitsu. And I think it's interesting, but I think compared to the others, it's like it doesn't fit. I see. I watched the first
2: episode, right? So that was my first impression, talking about how hated it, hated it. Watching the first episode, Tanjiro is going to have to grow on me. It's not terrible, but the reason why I hated it in the trailer is because they showed him with the uh, Gyu and the, um, the whole first arc with the with the, with the Nezco. Um, mm. And when I heard him like, oh, my God, like the voice cracking and everything, I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, please don't give me this uh, for Tanjiro. But then when I watched the first episode, he didn't sound exactly like I wanted him to sound through when he was talking with his mom, talking with his little brothers He didn't sound like I wanted him to sound, but...
1: He didn't sound bad.
2: I will say that he didn't sound terrible and I could get used to it. The parts that are going to kill me are going to be the parts where he he gets badass and cuz the one one of the main things i respect about Tanjiro is his character. speeches i don't know if he's going to be able to do those speeches exactly his speeches he he pulls Yusuke year mess year speeches where he just like fuck all that shit i don't care and instead of I like feel like a, played.
1: A, a mad voice he's going to do a mad whiny
2: voice yeah like a deku kind of complacent kind of like I, and, and, timid voice and
1: see my thing with deku with that is that's not how sub deku is like when sub deku gets mad like he's t- you Season one, he doesn't have a lot of confidence. But by season three, you understand that this kid has grown. And, like, with, with Dub Deku, who is like, bro, he stayed the same from season... Like, you don't see that change in, like, yeah, the dude has gotten more confident, but the voice sound itself has stayed the same pitch. This, the sub is Deku got more confident. It kind of changed his pitch a little bit.
2: Yeah, I, I think that has a lot to do with the Dub uh treating... Anime like just cartoons, yeah, just
1: like cartoons. That's what it is, and that's my biggest complaint with it. That it's it has nothing to do with the voice actors, it has to do like, with the direction that the companies put them in.
2: Imagine American, and I saw somebody I already tweeted this earlier on Twitter about uh Batman. They were like, DC does its uh,
1: like, like DC would never, would never,
2: DC treats its animation like the dubs, like. Intense, like they say, DC is killing all other, uh you know, like Marvel as far as the oh, cartoon. They
1: don't have shit on because Marvel treats it like childish. DC does it to where they have specific ones for kids, like Teen Titans Go. Yes, exactly. Like which they still execute pretty, pretty good. good. Exactly. They 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 treat their shit with Revenant and they they respect their IP to the point where it's like, nah. If we want to give you something that's for kids, we'll tell you. But if it's not, you get real deal. Holy field. Mm-hmm. This is mature. An, an adult at 40 could watch this shit just like a teenager at yep. 18 and a pre- both can appreciate it.
2: And see, I'm glad that you brought up One Piece because I'm one of those people who the four kids, duh, ruined One Piece. It ruined me. it for me, too. Bro, as a child. Me, too. I'm, I'm like a teenager watching One Piece when it first premiered on Toonami after premiering on Fox Kids. And I watched it. I'm like, damn, this is a whack-ass show.
1: And I think that's what gave me such a disdain for it for so long because I didn't. Follow, I didn't bother to follow the social because I was like, This is childish, like, this is Mm kitty. Like, they're like, based upon Otis animation style, which that does take a couple custom to get to what I love now. But Mm -hmm. if you watch the four kids dub and you look at the animation style and be honest, when you hear those voices and you see that animation style, you're like, Dog, I'm not watching this childish cartoon.
2: Exactly, and I applaud Funimation for taking what, um. Funimation, uh, what four kids ruined, and actually making a, a better adaptation. But even with Funimation, which is it's
1: still not as good,
2: there's certain characters who is like, okay, you're doing a little too extra. And when I listen to the sub, a lot of shit is extra as well, but it's done believably. A lot of the times you listen to some of the characters in One Piece, especially because they got a million side characters in One Piece. When you hear a lot of these side characters dub, it's like they, they care a lot si- less.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing,
2: you just care that's, about every single character.
1: That's my th- and that's the difference between how DC does it. DC is I can I are similar to like how Japanese take their anime. They take that shit serious. It doesn't matter whether it's Harley Quinn, it doesn't matter whether it's Batman, it doesn't matter whether it's Green Lantern, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether it's Robin, it doesn't matter what Beast Boy, it doesn't matter which fucking character it is, we take this shit serious. In every sub-anime that I watch, for the most part, because there's some shitty ones, and but for the most part, one piece in particular, every side character has a distinct voice, distinct emotion, and distinct care with it. Like yep. when you watch and this is no shot at Chris Sabat. This is no, but not every character on One Piece side character should be fucking Chris Sabat. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yeah, like no, every, you can't have Piccolo voice for fucking everything. Chris Sabbath. Like, we need, we need he got diversity.
2: Piccolo voice. Like when I hear All Might, I hear I hear Vegeta. I hear Piccolo. Yami. I hear you know what I'm saying because he does all those voices. Zoro. Like I hear Zoro. Uh, so he does Zoro and Vegeta kind of different compared to how he does Piccolo and All Might and Yami. But as far as uh. Zoro, even then, he still kind of sounds similar. Chris Sabat, he got his own bag that he be in, and I fuck with him as a voice actor. Me too, I fuck but, with uh, him heavy.
1: That's, that's no same shot at him. I'm, I'm my complaint is with the the American direction of
2: mm-hmm. this. That's like, my and complaint. that's why I champion teams who worked on shit like uh, Hunter Hunter, because every single character was to me top notch and perfect. uh comparable to the to the Japanese dub, the original dub. And I'm sitting there like, y'all knew, y'all really knew y'all had something with this. Y'all knew y'all had Hunter Hunter. Y'all knew y'all didn't have fucking Goblin Slayer or like something that you could low-key mess the dub up and it wouldn't matter. I'm not saying that, but like, you know how they got certain shows to wear the dub? Only certain people gonna watch it in dub anyway. So it's like, you don't need to throw the budget into it. Yeah. But shows like Demon Slayer, Hunter Hunter, shows that if you introduce uh, their Death Note Cowboy Bebop quality to the point where you could put a, a person who's not an anime fan onto it and they would get into it, Shit like Hunter, Hunter and Demon Slayer, you have to have the dub perfect. Because that's gonna be the separation between the One Piece Four Kids dub, making people not want to watch the shit, period. Or the Funimation dub to where it's good enough to where I could actually watch it. Yeah. Or the Naruto dub is good enough to actually pull you in to where now you're in and you could find the sub yourself. Yeah. A lot of people like my boy Doom, that I always talk about, he um I put him on Promise Neverland when it first started premiering on Toonami. I was like, "Son, you might want to wait for a few weeks." Cause I know he's a, he's not an anime fan. He doesn't watch shit sub. So I'm like, "You might want to wait a few weeks before uh, until the season ends because it got like about maybe six weeks left before the season season finishes halfway through." And he's like, "All right, cool. I'm just gonna watch it week to week." So he watches all the dub that they have out in one night because it's that good. Promise Neverland is one of the go to the year um, or one of the best of the year. Uh, he gets to the point where the dub's over. And he's like, "Fuck, man! I gotta wait till next week." He's hitting me up, cussing me out, like, "Fuck, man! I want to wait till next week. Wait till the next week. Watches the dub, and then instantly switches to sub. Watches the whole thing in sub." And he was like, "Man, it was kind of hard to get through because he's not an anime fan. He's not used to reading subs yet. He's not as trained." Yeah. Um. But that the dub was good enough to make him believe it, to make him buy into it. Now he's on the sub. Now he's about to watch Demon Slayer sub because he's not new to sub yeah. as a as a whole. Yep. So like you have to execute the dub right, and have that in mind when you're executing the dub. You're not just giving this to anime fans. And, and see, like I'm not should, just. You
1: should have the mind that 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 should be their mind right now. But their their goal should be to where, if you're an American viewer, you should watch the fucking dub. Mm-hmm. Like that should be the goal of these companies. Yeah, because
2: like, I watched this the dub of Hunter Hunter, even though I watched the sub already. Now that the dub's out, I'm just going to dub. So if you could do that then boom you're winning now say exactly your point see how it's fucked up whenever the dub is trash that means guess what when the movie drops if it's dub nobody's gonna go to the theater to see it that means when the DVDs I would watch the
1: I, I can watch movies sub, my nigga. Exactly. Like, that'd be like some of the few niggas in there. Like, the dub is back
2: Now, see, like, I'm watching the dub. For so the Broly movie, dub was iconic. When at the end, when everybody was like, call me Kakarot, I almost shitted myself in the theater. I'm like crying it? at the point. But that's because but that's I'm in, the that's, dub is good. Yeah, that's
1: because I like Dragon Ball Z's dub. I did watch Dragon Ball that's Z. Z that's the difference. Like, imagine
2: yeah. imagine if they dropped the four kids One Piece movie dub for Stampede. Would nah. you go see
1: that shit in the theater? Fuck, no. Imagine, I'm, I'm ripping it off a of kiss anime. Give me the sub. Imagine <laughs> when
2: the DVDs drop. Will you buy the DVDs? Fuck, no. I would buy the DVDs for hunter hunter for super now imagine how I'd that affects Jap- sales I'd buy the
1: japanese dvd and put the closed captions
2: <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking about it like imagine how the sales get affected in oh, america it does. Everything so is the out. dvds and blu-rays aren't getting sold the movie tickets are getting sold so it looks like it's, to the perspective that america is not doing good with this certain anime so if it's not doing good worldwide to japan they go cancel how bad it. it
1: is it's so bad that bandai went from doing their games dubbed to giving the option to just making their game subbed and just saying this is a Japanese game. And if you think I'm lying, go back and play all the old Naruto games. Go play any anime game from like. They just early gave up on the dub. Go, you know I'm right. Go play any game from early 2000 and then play one today and see. Like, there's no dub. Like, they gave Jump, up Force, completely. Jump Force was strictly sub, And like, that shows you the level of how. My hero, too. One's Justice. That shows you the level of why america needs to fix their dubs yeah and and like i said that's we're not shitting on any actors and this might not be or even companies yeah this might not even be any director's fault this is just the stigma with the culture on how we view animation as america and how these companies need to take animation more seriously Mm -hmm. like it has nothing to do with the staff working on it because you're just following the direction you're given by the people higher up than you
2: for sure it definitely reflects the the just the era we live in right now and i i'm just hoping that the the and i, I think it is because in case in a case like hunter hunter which i, I keep championing is as my example but i feel like they're living in the era where they they can see the comments talking about how trash and oh gone better not sound like this gone better sound like this uh, uh metal and better not sound like this so them seeing that I'm, i just hope every company is seeing that and being like okay this is what we need to do and not ah fuck it we can do what we want we've been doing anime forever we did the four kids dub like we need to take this shit way more serious because if demon slayer doesn't pop in america
1: it's only by the it's only the dub's fault
2: bro all these dub niggas that's exclusively dub that piss me off just as much as sub people. <laughs> if they start coming out the woodworks, the motherfuckers who are quiet because they're waiting on the, the dub. Whenever they watch the dub and they're like, "Ooh, Demon Slayer's trash," Demon Slayer's mid, they are gonna make me DMX lose my fucking mind, bro. Because I,
1: I Demon Slayer is too good. It's coming. Like that's because like niggas said the same thing about my hero, and it was just like, bro. But even
2: right now, I don't know if it's people just baiting or trolling. But whenever I see people disrespect Demon Slayer, it it it, 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 it I feel like they're and I don't feel like this with everything. Like with with my hero. I love my hero, but I love watching people talk shit about it too. Oh, it irks me. It's one of them things. Like even even like my my favorite shit: Dragon Ball, One Piece, My Hero, uh, Naruto. I love them and I defend them. But whenever I see jokes, people getting jokes off and saying it's mid and this, I laugh. Especially when the shit they reference is accurate. Uh,
1: you see, that's my okay. When they when they when they reference accurate stuff, I laugh at it all. But mm-hmm. when you there's two that really just because I irks can poke fun at shit. When you seriously just deliberately shit on my hero and Naruto. It it hurts my soul. Yeah, people
2: who shit on Naruto specifically for me <laughs> it, just have no taste. Because, it
1: hurts my soul. Like, I know a lot of
2: people get to the end of Naruto and be like, ruin the series. And I me get, personally... Look, I say
1: that ending's bad. I'm like, you The understand. ending
2: might take the rating down as a whole. No, it might yeah. take it from a 10 to like an 8. I'm not saying it's a 10, but it, it'll take it down. But as a whole series, bro, Naruto gave us a pain arc. Naruto gave us the Great War. Naruto gave us so much iconic... Without Naruto, you wouldn't have a shonen era that we have right now you wouldn't have a My Hero, which was heavily influenced by uh, yeah. Naruto. So like, to, to just to say anything is just trash and just um, kind of not pick apart certain things that are trash about it because everybody knows certain development in Naruto, One Piece, uh, Dragon Ball is trash for certain arcs. These shows aren't perfect. It's fun yeah. to make fun of them. But as far as just throwing the whole show away and just saying this is trash yada yada and not really diving into why but just diving into why you don't like it yep uh that needs to end cuz that shit make me so i I feel like you attacking me and i don't feel like that about everything like i said i be i be laughing at the naruto one piece shit but with you you Hakusho, show you you attack you Yu show i feel like you disrespecting me and i'm starting to feel like that about demon slayer so it's to the point where if the Dub ruins the American perspective of it. I'm be so disappointed because I
1: feel you because that's that's me with that's me with my hero in Naruto 100. I feel like my hero. It may be
2: like especially with stuff like One Piece and My Hero, you get the dub first, and people you you get a long time with the with the sub uh, is what I meant to say. Uh So you kind of these characters grow on you. So when you see them completely disrespecting the the legacy that the the sub had has done, it makes you not like it as much. But for for the main people who are seeing it for the first time um i feel like my hero is decent enough to where they'll get into oh yeah, no, they like, sub. i'm just
1: talking about the haters i'm oh, not just yeah. talking about the like the, the dub shit i'm talking about the haters the haters on twitter just get me yeah the haters really 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 the hate fuck for with my me. hero is real i like, just know it's out there
2: i just know that the dub is make or break it for a lot of people and like uh once it's make or break it for them people you know they 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 cre- they create the the narrative of what is loved in America you feel me the, the dub people are a, a lot of the fan base a yes. lot of the anime fan base so if you if you don't please them then you got a big half of the fan base just saying something is trash I, I really because will, they handled I the I really dub would t- love poorly to
1: know the stats of the break line of dub versus sub.
2: As, yeah in america for sure because in other like, countries it's like, different
1: yeah in other countries it's totally different I like feel if like you go
2: to th- places like europe certain dubs that they are only allowed to sell the european dub. i've heard like english dubs to where it's english but it's in like a a, a a european company a european country that speaks english but it speaks english just as well as us but they just don't have the rights to it like America has the mm-hmm. rights to it, they get these trash ass fucking and not saying anybody specifically, but I've heard some horrible. Hor- I-, I watched a like 45 minute breakdown of a YouTuber breaking down hot Dragon Ball Super in different countries in, in English, and bro, it's terrible. <laughs> so, I wonder how many people actually watch sub in other countries where they get the poor dove like the bullshit. They
1: probably watch sub. I I, I would, if I had to bet, I would bet the American anime community. I would say it's probably even.
2: I want to say it's 50-50 too.
1: I would say it's even, and I wanted to say it's more sub. But when I think about, because I'm in anime Facebook groups where like just connecting with different anime fans. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many people watch Dub.
2: A lot of people shit on Dub as well, and and Champion Sub, and go with the wave of ha 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 fuck Dub Sub is better, and argue that just to be with the wave. But they watch Sub because you know they got the contrarians that'll yeah. that'll secretly love Dub or have their favorite Dubs, but they get on Twitter and be like, all Dub is trash. I don't care what fuck you you Haka Show, fuck Cowboy Bebop, and just disrespect it just to be that hot take guy. Yeah, and I know there's a bunch of people who are on that side of the fence that are like fucks up and there's a lot of people as well that are dub fans that are just quiet because they don't want to get into those arguments with people they're just like i'm gonna like dub and be quiet
1: and that's what i come to find out there's a lot there's a lot of them yeah 100 (laughs) well let's get to our next topic next up we have a new lupin movie called lupin the lupin uh the third the movie is called the first uh there's i have a description no actually there's no description the trailer was released. We saw the new animation. This movie looks like a Pixar movie. I'm I'm wondering with the title, the first, are we going back to like their first heist? Are we going to like their first big caper? I'm interested in this. The, the, The animation looks crazy. It's it's 3D CG, but it's not Netflix 3D CG. It's actual like put in real, real money for this, like Pixar CG 3D. And it looks pretty damn good. Like, this looks like almost like a live-action movie, but you t- you can tell it's not, but it looks that good.
2: Bro, I'm not going to lie, man. This is one of them CGs that I'm going to be here for because that hey, looks this. amazing, bro. From front to back, that trailer was impressive. And um, I'm it's, hype as fuck for this. It it's looks a like good they way, threw a big budget at that.
1: It's in a, And I'm glad they did because it's a good way to send Monkey Punch out. Because for sure. R- R.I.P. Monkey Punch, I don't know if we have any more movies after this, but if this is the last one... What a way to send them out on a bang! This looks Definitely. it looks great, like it really does. I'm
2: so proud of how they handled this because out of all the times we talk about the berserk and how just people just suck with shit that's not traditional animation, 3D. They CG. showed you could do it well. Yeah, and just taking the Pixar route, you took a you took a note from one of the the goats and be like, we're gonna make this shit look at least uh, people can't talk shit about
1: it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna honor our creator. We're gonna honor the medium. We're gonna honor the art. We're gonna honor. Cause like it still looks like monkey Punch's art. It just looks like if you popped it out, like you. And it's
2: hard to take an animation style and, and three D it and make it yeah. not look like clunky. Yeah, exactly. Cause cause, that,
1: cause look at Baki.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like that's look just clunky. At, and I can't think of any good examples right now, but because there there are some. But like when you look at like live action Garfield, live action Scooby Doo, they made it too live y You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that's not a, a complete CG but I'm trying to think of examples of of cartoons that were turned from 2D to 3d like full 3d world and they actually made the animation style the same because a lot of times they fuck it up
1: yeah i can't like think of berserk the they fucked it yeah, up berserk bruh. does not look good and
2: a lot of the times whenever you take kingdom, some shit
1: kingdom is one of the best mangas i've ever read but if i would put on the kingdom anime for you you would tell me get this shit out of my fucking face And it's not even the same <laughs> yeah no and
2: th- that's the thing you have to at least capture it the same
1: yeah that's my thing but good on them there's not much really more we could talk about in terms of story but just from what we've seen, because obviously me and Chris don't speak Japanese and it's not subbed, we can't tell you about the story. But from the animation we've seen, from the, how the villain looks, how this the aesthetic of it, I'm really excited for this. Y'all go check out yeah. that trailer. It
2: looks amazing.
1: Next up, the director of uh, Devil May Cry Baby, uh, Masaki Yusana, directs ja- uh, Japan Sinks 2020. Uh, That will be on Netflix. It's based off of a disaster novel written by Sakio uh, Komatsu, the basic premise of this of this story is it follows a group of scientists that are desperately attempting to convince their government that a disaster is coming. Of course, the government doesn't listen, and Calamity befalls all those unlucky enough to be in Japan when disaster strikes. The series will premiere next year with 10 episodes on Netflix promising an anime franchise that's just as apocalyptic as Devil May Cry, baby, if not more so. Krista, are you excited for Japan Sinks 2020?
2: um i'm be cool with that i like disaster type shit like i'm one of the people i like uh what's it called the day after or whatever yeah i like fucking 2020 um i like fucking uh what's one with will smith uh, the oh zombie i am legend i am legend zombie land i'm just here for those apocalypse end of the world disaster kind of movies and an anime version of it would be i even
1: like high school of the dead
2: yeah that scratched my itch for that you know what i'm saying so i i'm just one of those i, I buy these kind of stories are these kind of shows
1: so. the description has me interested i just got to see a trailer yeah definitely. but it's good to put on people's radar on netflix taking some proper titles and to say that and they're giving their director who did devil man cry baby another shot that's dope because that anime was pretty good
2: yeah the, the animation for that was uh fire yeah dope as fuck i never really watched devil man cry baby but I, I i tried i tried to watch it i never watched it front to back but i've seen a lot of clips
1: from it and i've seen a lot of the iconic clips clip i get the gist it's from season one it's I mean, from episode one, where they're in the party and they all take the... The drug. I think The weekend even posted it. They like, had
2: a lot of shit. Like pe- they had like a dude rapping in that show. Like there's like a dude freestyle. Oh no, there's a
1: lot of different shit. But I'm talking about the f- episode one they go into the club and they all take the dr- like eat the weekend, a bunch of famous. Niggas I don't even it. know like, if I have seen that. Real? Like wild. I now want to see it. Like yeah, they, they all. They all pop- that's how. That's how it sold me when I watched episode one. I was like, oh, this is crazy, and it just got me in because like, I never watched the whole series. The whole like the main dude goes into the club and start giving all these niggas pills, and they all start turning into demons. And I just kind of saw. I, I kind of like eyedenjis.
2: Shit's wild. I like kind of just I on a uh, when my boy and Nick watching the episode kind of mid season, and I was like, "This looks cool," but I ain't gonna watch it. It was like same thing with Darling and the Franks. Him and my girl watched that shit uh,
1: front and Franks to back. Is
2: pretty good, man. And it looked cool, but it it, it just it not something that I would go watch front to back. And that seems like it would be to be real.
1: It, it's up your. It's more etchy than than I usually go for.
2: And see, that's what I'm saying. I saw the etchy, and I was like, "This is cool," but it did but too. Do you they like was doing do you way like
1: Mecha? Because this is definitely a Mecha anime.
2: I don't know because I like Gundam Wing. I like Garin Lagan. Oh, if you
1: like all that, you should watch, uh, you should I like,
2: watch it. Uh, I like Mecha, but certain Mechas I don't like. Like I don't like a all Gundam. And now, trying to go back and rewatch Mobile Suit Gundam, it's good, but I'm not saying, I, I don't want to make it sound like I don't like it, but it's like, I'm Look, not going to go back if, and watch it. If this it.
1: was video, this would have saw my facial reaction and I would have been like, mm, I kind of agree. It's like a political
2: story, <laughs> so if you're not into that kind of shit, it, it does in- have the action, but just as much action, if not they, if not saying it has less action than political, I like, I love political exposition. intrigue
1: as much as the next guy. That's like some of my shit. But some Gundams are a bore to get through. Oh, it's yeah. A lot of talking.
2: And I've heard some great things about certain ones. Like
1: Iron Blooded Orphans is great. Yeah, that's and that was at one the, the most top. Recent ones.
2: That's at the top. But, um,. Some of the older ones I like more than others, and I'm not here for all Gundam. And so it's not them, just mech. some
1: of them. Those aren't in the same same timeline too. Like the Gundam timeline is fucking weird. Yeah, it's but all over the place. But you definitely give darling and Frank's a shot. We'll I don't have know.
2: to fuck with it because I like SSSS man
1: and see i don't even like sss
2: bro i don't know what it is about that show it's like it gives me that kaiju versus uh what was it ultraman i don't know. it's like a robot dude be oh, red ultra Ultraman?
1: is it Ultraman? i think it might be i know exactly what it's like a white and red remember like,
2: um vr troopers too and shit like that it's like off-brand power rangers from when we were young i
1: think so i just love i remember when it's basically uh, power rangers versus kaijus
2: you know whenever power rangers had that thing where they get in the zords and the yeah. Zord versus the kaiju SS Gridman is that was is, is basically like kaiju fights, except with with anime uh, aesthetic, anime backstory, anime characters. And the animation is just so beautiful. It was around that time when I was on Hino, uh, Hinamaru no Zumo, or Hinamaru Zumo. And, uh, bruh, like, when I tell you that shit hit hard for that season, I think that was for, last year, this new, time. I'm ready
1: for new new
2: but I'm ready for a new Hinamaru season, and I'm ready for a new SSSS Gridman season, because something about it. It was really, it was, like, really good as far as just keeping me entertained. It's hard for me to watch like the first three. Like, you know me. I watched yeah. the first
1: uh, four uh, or the first three of Vinland and I was out. Wow. And we will be talking about Vinland today. But uh, but that's all we got for Japan Sinks. That's all the news we had. Like Newsweek this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got one question that we always answer all the time. What are some overrated anime, in our opinion? We're not going to I don't want to be because we've been really negative this episode. We'll skip that one for the next time. We can use that
2: next time because
1: I got to sit on that. We will answer that question with more research, though. Don't worry. But we have another one before we get to our reviews this week. If you could have any anime power, what would it be? This is interesting. This reminds me of those charts where it's always like chakra, key, and and that's the thing. Hockey. Devil Fruit, Bleach power, whatever that shit's called. If you're
2: narrowing, because we gotta do different categories, I thought we need to do three different categories. Well, For the, the first one, like the power level, what would you want? Like Super Saiyan Key? Would you want Nin? Would you want Chakra? You know what I'm saying? That's what I
1: feel like we should narrow it down to like which shows power do you want to take from?
2: But I feel like we they do have other shows too where it's like specific things from anime we could pick too, you know what I'm saying? Like like like, like, like objects cuz you could throw quirks in there where chakra is like chakra key quirks and then like out of all those like well, yeah, what would no, you okay. pick? Like would you I, pick the 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 Sharingan kind of thing out of chakra well, like pin, you know what I'm saying? Well,
1: Depending on what you pick will give a, like a specific
2: Ah, okay. Well, okay. That'd be cool.
1: Like, we, like, so we have our categories. So, let's say you pick nin, you would have to say if you want to be Why? an emitter or yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. So, I say
2: if, if you just let me go, I'd say some random shit. I'd be like, Chakra's the favorite, but this quirk <laughs> would be with what I'd pick. <laughs> so that actually give that'll narrow structure. it down.
1: Yeah, give us a little structure. Which one? Where are you going? You going ah, key?
2: That's a hard one. I gotta sit on it because, like, I want it, like my first instinct is to say chakra because you could do so much. Yeah, my um, friend
1: Henry made me realize you could do a lot with nin.
2: I've seen people argue on Twitter that quirks, you just get random. It's a random bag. It is. So it, it's like you could get stuck with the stupidest the, fucking well, quirk.
1: Okay. Let's look at so I wouldn't Let's pick look that. at Endeavor. Endeavor's a great example. I don't know, and we don't know what Endeavor's father was, but let's assume Endeavor's father ha- had something to do with like matches or some sort of fire thing. Mm-hmm. It's his father, whoever started the Endeavor chain of it was random, the first one. But by the time it got to Endeavor, he controlled his children's situation where he got with his wife to make sure they would have a combination of fire and ice. So, yes, it's random in the sense of, let's say, if quirks started in America today, it'd be random as fuck. But let's say quirks have been in our family for, like, three generations, depending on who our parents would marry, and see, that has control of your quirk. That's
2: what makes it random just for you. Yeah. Because, like, see... I'm pretty sure there will be a bunch of different uh, parents like going to endeavor route about it, but there's probably just some fucked up. Not saying fucked up, but parents with shit quirks and there's just just throw random. Like you gotta reproduce like, somehow. Look, look
1: at my hero vigilantes. That dude and Deku has a,
2: don't got no quirk, or he was born with no quirk. He was born quirk. with no quirk,
1: and and that's as we know of right now because there's still uh, theories that the doctor that you see tell Deku that he has no quirk is the same doctor for all for one. That's uh, a theory out there.
2: And imagine, imagine you do get born and, into that world with no quirk. That would but fucking in the, suck. in
1: the deeper into the theory that Deku had his quirk taken away from him, but oh, that yeah, but that's we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about which power would you take? But yeah, quirks are definitely random. So let's let's go with the assumption that if you choose a quirk, you have no control over what you get.
2: But and this is this is being devil's advocate or whatever. But like. Also with chakra you could do a lot with chakra as far as just pick your own path but there are Beep. people with 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 traits that were handed <laughs> down like the hyuga eye the Sharangan yeah. eye so you could say the same thing so if you I guess if you do pick chakra you, wouldn't you would not be able to, to pick something specific well, like if that if you
1: pick chakra I would I would say that you could I would even give it to where because or at least with chakra, if you're born in a certain clan, you know what you get.
2: And then even and even then, even if you're not born into the uh the Sasuke the Uchiha clan, uh Kakashi has a Sharingan but because got- if you're cool with techniques, you can steal people's shit. Yeah. you could like you know what I'm saying. You, you could, could take, take somebody's eyes. Yeah, D-
1: Danzu took all them niggas' eyes. And
2: that's the main thing that is hereditary. <laughs> like everything else is kind of just mixed so, I, bag.
1: I, I, we let like for the sake of argument for this conversation, if you do pick chakra, you can say. What clan you get? You can't say, "Oh, I'm getting Mangeku Sharingan. No, you'd have to say, "I want well, if I normal, can pick any, <laughs> I want normal baseline Sharingan, And it's up to you in that path to develop that hatred and get that Mangeku.
2: Well, that cancels out fucking the the energy from goddamn uh, Dragon Ball Z because I'm not no saying, and we all know humans <laughs> humans tap out <laughs> Yo, at a certain uh, I love power I'm level. So
1: glad you say that because niggas will always always pick key. Thinking that they're turned into a Saiyan, and I'm just like, yeah, man. like you not, like None you have y'all. to
2: be born as a Saiyan, bro. Like, you, you don't realize Yamcha has key, Wolf Fang Fist was a thing, but it's just not fucking with God Ki Goku. It's not, it's not fucking with Krillin and Super. Like, if we're being honest, Destructo Disc was hard as fuck for a human to do, like, and that's. <laughs> to, to to say that uh, you want them powers isn't to say that you, you want to live in a universe right cuz if i'm a human in dragon ball z verse i could have some badass think, powers I in think, this world i think
1: that's two different questions i think yeah i think which universe you want to live in we should do that should, A separate time yeah at a separate time but if i
2: could have dragon ball z powers as a human in this world that would still be dope yeah, as a so human cuz if i could do destructo diz that's human type the shit the one
1: for me that i'm that I, like in terms of one that i won't pick there's no use for me to have hockey in this world. Nah, there's no there's, use for me to have
2: breath styles.
1: There's no use for me to have a de- like to buy to buy the devil fruit because no we live point. around so much water. Like I'm not trying to be in Louisiana drowning in like a a waist deep <laughs> water. Fuck One hurricane, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I am good on that. But like, and that's a
2: mixed bag too. You have to get a certain. You have to like huh, say we're in the same situation we're in right now. Well,
1: Blackbeard. Well, no, Blackbeard's a prime example that he waited and he he waited till some, he came across that devil fruit and. But, he, but you're right. It's mixed bag. You would like you, you, have, to
2: you have to go find the devil fruit, for it, yeah. and you'd probably have to stumble. It's upon chance about you stumbling on something. You know what I'm saying? Like, say I'm in the situation I'm in right now. I live in Louisiana. I've been out of Louisiana, but I haven't. I've never been to places like Canada, out of the country. So, what if there's a specific devil fruit I want I can't get? I'm just yeah. stuck with the bag I got out here, just because I'm not like. Luffy traveling everywhere. And then there's
1: not that many around, so like the bag that's stuck out here, only a certain amount of people going to get that
2: bag. We get that swamp bag. We probably got the trashest (laughs) devil fruits, bro. And I've seen (laughs) trash devil fruits. Like, Why would you even have that? (laughs) So uh, that's not... I feel like I'd probably go with chakra. If
1: I was a Louisiana nigga and had to take a devil fruit, the only one I would try to get is that crocodile zone fruit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It turned into like one of them crocodile mosques. Fuck fuck yeah, you're all right. of that mud because that, I know there would be a no. mud devil fruit they'd be like the cypress moss devil fruit where it's like you you'd shoot.
2: want to have like an OP ass devil fruit
1: I would want the crocodile but zone I'm, I, think, I swear to God
2: I think I'm gonna go with, with, with chakra because with chakra you could choose your destiny and be OP but
1: let me okay let me make that argument for NIN NIN you have a set like because my, my friend the other day I asked him this similar question and he said NIN for the fact that you can pick whichever you want inside that inside the parameters
2: yeah, because they like usually with Gone or like with them, they they you you you're, okay your base type like Gone is an emitter. Uh, if that's a, if he might be an emitter, yeah.
1: Watch, I, I pulled up the uh because there's a chart.
2: And, like you could you could be all
1: okay. So if you're an enhancement, you get to strengthen themselves or objects. So you can put like let's say you're an enhancement, you want to enhance like a sword you have, you can make that sword super strong. If you're a transmut uh, transmutation, you can change the quality of aura to match some. Oh wait wait no no, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a better one because that one. Yeah, you can change the quality of aura which in whatever you have. If you're a conjurer, you can material uh materiate objects out of thin air. Mm-hmm. If you're a specialist And you, you can, can do that
2: little special thing to where it's like oh no, I think that's whatever all men then, right? You make the special blood bond with yourself? Or is that just with Karapica? That's just with Karapica. So that's just conjurers. What
1: that's yeah, conjurers can do that. Like, okay, so you can uh with the all... condition. You can also have uh, conjure, create objects out of, or, or and then that's that's what the he had two types, so he made a pact with that thing he would conjure. Oh, that he okay, could only you're right. Certain things. So that's true. Manipulation. You can control inanimate objects or uh, things. There's like there's different like parts to like which nin you choose. I think one you can control like the weather or like like different types of uh, like. What's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, different types of like the uh, earth or like different types of like uh, environment or like fire, water, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing when you, you can pick like multiple things to like, you know, make your shit kind of fire.
2: For sure.
1: So you going with ch- chakra?
2: I think I'm gonna go with chakra just because
1: it's useful in this world. Yeah,
2: bro. If you could walk on water and walk on walls, like you could literally run up walls, you could walk on water. I would never drown. One of my biggest fears, fucking drowning. So mm-hmm. I, I could run on water as long as I got chakra control over my feet. Like I don't got to ever would drown. Clan, what plan
1: would you pick to kind of base your your ninja way off of?
2: Man, I'm not even gonna lie. That that's a hard one because like every even like just Rock Lee with his Taijutsu is badass. Even if I in couldn't this do Jutsu, yeah. In this,
1: in this world, you'd be the best UFC fighter.
2: For real, for real. Like, bro, nobody would ever try me, but. <laughs> I don't know if I would do like a, if I'd be like a sand type chakra user or like a, a, a a wood type like Yamato or like a, ah, or like a medical type like even Sakura. Like a lot of shit could be useful. You could do so much. Like just, even just with base, base ninjutsu skills, you like not even picking something, you'll probably be super. Like if I could do shadow clones like Naruto, that'd be litty. Bro, I don't even, like, I could do like literally anything because anybody could do shadow clones, right?
1: Well, yes. Yeah. If if you look at it from Boruto, to, yeah, yeah, anybody could do it, but like it was a, one of those forbidden jutsus. Like oh. they kind of, and the thing with that, I think what was forbidden, the amount that Naruto made. I think you could make one, but the way Naruto made like thousands, that mm-hmm. was like a forbidden jutsu. Well, if, if I did have to uh, like pick you, No any no, kind no of, matter what, you could make one of yourself.
2: And no matter what, you could do any technique. Like yeah. no matter what uh, lane you pick, because I would probably want to be either like a water user. Or like a uh
1: so you're not really concerned with your jutsu prowess. Yeah. I,
2: I could for, pick a bunch of different
1: ones. Like you wouldn't necessarily want to be like down the showering guy. You're more concerned with the with the type of element you with.
2: Exactly. Cause just chakra itself, you could do so much with it to where before you even get to the uh elaborating on what you cho- what you choose to master, you could choose to master Everything and maybe not be the best at this thing, and this be your significant thing, but be decent at almost uh, like every bag. Because there are people like they teach you all the chakras, they teach you all the different techniques in school to where just in case, you know, what I'm saying like they're all they're all in the same classes. So it's like Sasuke's not in his specific fire class, like Naruto, Sakura, Sasuke, all in the same class. Then they get thrown in the field and they're all learning techniques. So it's kind of you just adapt as you go on yeah as you go on so it's like if, if i were to choose to like say you know how people go to college get a degree and then come back to college if i could choose to master as many as possible i probably wouldn't master them all but i'd probably master a mixed bag and be like not the best water user but like a mixed water of f- uh thunder user okay, that makes okay.
1: sense I feel, you, I feel you see i don't want to pick chakra because you did but like if i'm being honest with the listeners that'd be i'm not picking like i just i was trying to think in my head run it down while you're explaining like Hockey would be cool, but like if I don't have conquerors, hockey, then I don't really necessarily want hockey in our world. Cause yeah, I could make an armor and like deflect bullets and like punch through walls and like I could have observation where I could dodge shit. But if I don't have conquerors where I can knock niggas out with just my will, mm-hmm. like niggas whose wills less than mine, and have the kings conqueror, I don't want that shit. I don't yeah, want hockey.
2: That's like I, that's like a meme I seen on Twitter. Uh, it was like uh, similar to the question. It's like what uh you know what what uh power would you choose, except it was, like, a picture. It gave you, like, five options. It's, like, chakra, uh, key. um, and it had, like, somewhere in there, it had, like, the death note, and they were, like, only psycho niggas is picking death note. It's the same thing with, like, how, like, why would I need to do that type of shit? Yeah. Unless I just got enemies on deck, you know what I'm saying? that's what I'm saying. Like, I I wouldn't need nothing OP.
1: Like, that's why I wouldn't say key. And then... only way I'm picking in is if I can make myself shoot fire out of my hands, but I don't really need that. That's, that's just some shit I would want to do. <laughs>
2: the only thing cool about Key is you can fly.
1: Exactly, and my thing is I'm picking Chakra because, like you said, I can run on water, I, I can run up walls, I could be Spider Man without you even could having do anything. The like, like the I,
2: possibilities with Chakra are endless. I could be a
1: superhero, like legit with for chakra. for sure. And, and like honestly, I'm going with because see, with hockey I get observation. I could dodge everything. I don't, I'm not even doing like you. I don't care what fucking type I am. You could give me mixed bag type. Anything. But you see what I want? One thing I want that's true, I want to have that damn Sharingan. You don't have to give me the Mengaku. Give me the normal Sharingan but, so I could like, like I would dodge all niggas shit. I would see You could coming. literally
2: steal people's eyes. You could steal the uh, Byakugan and the, um. Yeah,
1: you know. see, I, would, I always used to say if I was, now see, if I was in their world, I would prefer to have the Byakugan just for the fact that, their whole power system is run on chakra, and this is why I think Kishimoto didn't utilize this enough. Their whole power set was to stop the flow of your power. Huh. And if you'd have made one of them stronger, like 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 Naruto Sasuke strong, they're pretty hard to beat because they have impenetrable de- defense. Besides, like Naruto doing that underground shit, because they can do the spin three sixty palms rotation. Yep. They can take out your chakra points. To me, if I lived in in the nine the uh, Hidden Leaf Village, I would want to be a Hugo with the Byakugan, but if I'm in our Earth, give me a Sharingan and let me learn all these different Jutsus.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. You could literally, the possibilities are endless with that, like, I feel like that's the most tactical. I
1: wish we could have gave y'all more different options, but like we said, there's no point in picking hockey. And there's either. the best,
2: like there's certain uh like we're only talking about like I wouldn't say fucking fairy tale magic for yeah, sure. No. To, like that's that's not good and, enough. And
1: like we said with quirks, like obviously if I could have my choice of quirk, I'm taking quirk. Yeah, but being realistic, it, like it's mixed You like, can have your choice. I'm not of, getting I'm not getting one for all. The
2: only one you really get your choice in is like nin chakra. You don't get a choice in everything. Like even with devil fruits, like you say, we, you gotta go. It'll be food. mixed bag. It'll yeah. be hard to get the perfect the perfect thing with chakra. At least it's up to you to how hard you want to train. Word. Yeah, the and nin, it. how hard you want to develop your nin. It's like. With Quirk, you got a Quirk and then you're done. It's like, and like you, you could train can train them shit, master. Like
1: you don't even know what use case them power. Like demon. They energy. got they got
2: spirit energy, but that's the same thing as key. Except I can't fly, so pass. <laughs> yeah. And that's my favorite anime <laughs> of all time. Like, what the fuck do I need to use a spirit gun for? I'm not a psychopath. Why would I need a spirit sword, bro? That makes no sense. Even if you get to the chapter Black Saga, why would I need to make a territory with these special <laughs> rules? Like I'd have to be the creepiest nigga to set up a territory, make these special rules, and then trap niggas in it. Like ah bitch, but you in my territory. <laughs> like yeah.
1: you, you, you i think about what powers i could use to help me easily get rich and like i like Ooh. All the other ones that would like involve me robbing a bank, would have me destroying shit. And like with like, chakra, what about? I can I could possibly like put a miss jutsu up and like fog niggas out of yeah. Sharon God, I could put niggas in a haze like that. Bro, that's <laughs> ultimate defense,
2: defense offense, everything. If, had shawing, games.
1: if I had Sharon God, I'm putting niggas in my little jutsu but, and I'm I'm locking niggas' minds up and I'm going rob them banks with no arm. And then as I mm-hmm. leave, I snap my fingers and they turn normal. Now
2: see, I, I got something to pose to you. Uh Lelouch. If you've ever watched Code oh, Geass, you know I, or if you know the power, isn't it like something like if you look?
1: Okay, it's if you if they are looking at you, you and this it, this power is weird because if they look at you, you can tell them what to do, but it only works once. It, it's something like you can't do it to them twice.
2: Okay, like with each person.
1: Yeah, like you get one shot with each person. Not huh. I, like I haven't finished Code Geass, but the point where I'm at. He can only do it once.
2: You have to be like trying to run for president or something. You finesse everybody.
1: Yeah. Like the code Giyash shit would be fire. Like that would be key. dope.
2: But, but I still would go with chakra.
1: Yeah, me too. Like the, the code GIA shit is too hard because you can only tell niggas something once. So you better use that one time. Very useful. Because if not, you just waste your one time. Like, what if, you, like, let's say my girlfriend looking at me and I'm like, go fix me a sandwich. Now nah, I can't do it until. Yeah, it's, a, it's the last sandwich
2: you ever gonna <laughs> fucking get. <laughs> so be like, oh, you used that already, son. It's yeah, over. So, oh it's
1: done. Like, you can't use that no I'm trying to but, think of any other. I like want to pose it to powers. the people
2: too, like so, like at, at, like if y'all are listening to this right now and y'all are able to comment, hit us up on Twitter or comment on SoundCloud because I'm really curious to see how many yeah. of y'all and not to hate on y'all, cause I, I feel like a lot of y'all might say chakra too, but I'm just waiting for the one or two dumbasses to really come in there and be like, oh, I have the magic like black clover, or like <laughs> or like fucking fairy tale, be like, come on, son, leave them
1: alone. Y'all are want- some
2: stand, oh, uh, bunkai. It's like, what the fuck would you ever do with Yo, bunkai in the real world? Son. Nothing,
1: not a damn thing, because that shit, like. That's why I'd want niggas, to be a soul reaper. That's something when niggas argue bleach with me. I'm like, bro, it's kind of hard to power scale them because they can't do anything to someone who's not like. It's kind of their own thing. They're, they're dead. Like they are like soul reaper. Like Naruto couldn't touch them if he wanted to because like he can't see them. Like Luffy can't see them. They would obviously wipe the floor with them. Now if you made it to where these people can see them in the soul, like mm-hmm. in their soul reaper form, then that changes things. But if we're just saying who be who... Well, obviously the Bleach people beat them because there's a, a like a, a, like a stipulation to their fucking to their root. It's like Saitama, like Saitama's yeah. thing. It's like the One Punch Man. Like Bleach is like, yo, you can't see me unless you're soul. Like you gotta have soul powers. It's like, like it
2: basically cancels everybody out that's trying to fight because you have to be. And
1: there's no purpose you're fighting for the to undead. Have a, like I'm not trying to be und- like an undead reaper in this world. Like I'm I'm not trying to see ghosts.
2: Speaking of soul Fuck reaper. that shit it would be cool to have like a Soul Eater power to where you could turn yourself into a weapon. But I mean, that would only come in handy sometimes.
1: Yeah. Like, the uh, I, I was just thinking like, it's, it's on Soul Eater, Fire Force to uh, be, a, be a pyro user but that's even hit or miss because some of them niggas like the only cool one is Shinra and then I like think about I don't want to be Arthur and just have a fucking sword with
2: Soul Eater like there's meisters and there's weapons so if I turn into a weapon I'd have to have a meister I'd never be able to shoot myself but somebody else <laughs> would have to shoot me if I would that's turn like into with a gun would, if I was a scythe
1: and speaking of that that's like one of the shows we have to review No Guns Life with that being said I hope we answered your question like Chris said you guys let us know what powers you have if you guys think we pick dumb powers let I'm us curious know. I, still, yeah, I, I feel
2: know. like we're missing something I feel like we're there's one we didn't cover that's probably like an obvious smack in your face like guys <laughs> like somebody's going. I'm to trying to run through one.
1: one Piece, Naruto, Bleach.
2: We Dragon covered Ball, the big Z. shonen.
1: I'm, we covered all the big shonen. We said in. I mean, Alchemy from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, but well, like that's
2: we saw the risks of that. I yeah. would never want to even yeah, fuck with wanna, nothing yeah, like yeah, that. That's like either.
1: bad juju. I don't want to mess with that shit either. If I had
2: to choose an anime power, I would choose to be like Sinku and develop my brain to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, and, and that breath should not help. Like, I'm not choosing <laughs> Demon Slayers. I mean,
2: it does come in handy to the point where um, I don't want to spoil anything for manga readers. But if you do learn breathing techniques to the point where you could you could help yourself with injuries, you could like do uh, things that regular humans' bodies can't do. So it, I guess it would come in kind of clutch. But I'm not picking that over Nin Chakra. I wouldn't even pick that over Key. Like if you had to, if I had to choose through be- uh, breaths or Key, I'm flying, dog. I'm keying it up. Uh-huh. Destructo disc me, bro. Yeah, I'm like I'm, human key.
1: I'm with you on that. Let's get to this week's review. So before we get like next next episode, we'll have our full review, like what we we'll would be reviewing weekly. I'm thinking it's gonna be my hero one hundred percent. Are we doing Radiant? Are we picking Radiant back up this season? Are we gonna talk about it at the end of the season? We like probably
2: we with- could, but um Fire Force is gonna keep going on.
1: Mm, so we still got Finland. Vinland Fire
2: Force. saga's probably gonna keep going on. Well,
1: Vinland, I, I like how we're doing it, where we talk about it at the end of each core.
2: Yeah, cause this we got to, we gotta do the first half.
1: Yeah, we gotta we gotta record and I think we'll do Vinland again after the second after the second half ends. That'll be cool we too. We could do Radiant like we do Vinland where we do it at the end.
2: Didn't we do uh like you know how we did Doctor Stone for a little bit? We could do that with Radiant if you if you want. Well, we could, we could try Radiant out because like I fucked with I still fuck with well, Radiant. Oh yeah,
1: me too. And, I, and like I said, this season is gonna be the hard season. So next week we'll be reviewing Fire Force, My Hero, Radiant, and are we gonna keep reviewing No Gun's Life? Or are we gonna do that as like the end?
2: Uh. We could do the first one today and then kind of go back to it, like, kind of, like, through midway through have. and see where we are Midway
1: through and see where we Okay, yeah. So, we'll do No Guns Life, like, Vinland Saga. So, today we're going to be reviewing Vinland Saga, uh, Fire Force, My Hero, and No Guns Life. We will jump on radio. There, there are
2: some shows that, like, week to week, if you are not watching it week to week, you're missing out on a timeline's worth of greatness. There are some shows to where you could just, like, wait, binge it at the end and be like, okay, cool. Like, uh, like, Vinland Saga. I feel like week by week, it is cool, but... I feel like people uh aren't on the timeline aren't going crazy. Even Fire Force, I feel like people on the timeline aren't really going that crazy week by week. Like Demon Slayer, that's one every single Saturday, you the timeline's inflamed. You know what I'm saying? Even shit with like Attack on Titan, one piece, the timeline's inflamed episode by episode as they release. But uh shit like Doctor Stone, people are watching it week by week, but nobody's really going crazy on Twitter as soon as the episode drops to where, like, if I want to watch the new episode of Dr. Stone, I don't have to watch it the day it drops to not get any spoilers on Twitter. I can kind of wait a couple of days, you know? Yeah. So it's like certain shows, it would be better for us to, like, uh, deliver to y'all in a...
1: At, the, at like, a, like, Vinland, like, at the end.
2: Yeah, at a good point where we give you a good healthy... Because Vinland, episode by episode, certain episodes are more uh, quickly paced than others. Some are slower, so it's better to give it a good... Uh,
1: Full season review for sure. All right, let's jump to episode twelve of Fire Force: Eve of Hostiles in Akusa or uh, Asakusa. Uh, Company Eight pitches in to help rebuild Asakusa after the last, after the latest infernal incident, helping gain the trust of its people. However, a white clad plot threatens to undo all of their goodwill, prompting Obi to take matters in his own hands. In this episode, we see. Benny Maru realized that, yo, Company 8's a really good company because Obi, the lieutenant, Shinra, Arthur, they're all helping his village rebuild after the destruction based upon that inferno from last episode. We find out that Benny Maru, I believe it's his homie, not his brother, uh, his lieutenant, who was the former leader before they were official fire force, sacrificed himself for Benny Maru because he realized Benny Maru was the future and he showed us what happens when a third generation fire user uses too much of his power. He starts to burn himself and turn to ash. And he stopped it before he could burn himself fully. Damn. And we see the the effects of that. Then uh, what else happens in this episode? We see that Asta, I mean, not Asta, Lord. Shinra is talking to Benimaru. And Shinra is like... They're starting to, you know, get along with each other. And Shinra tells him that our captain wants to talk to you. Blah, blah, blah. Benimaru goes to see. He hears that... Captain Obi quote unquote and Lieutenant quote Lieutenant Hinawa quote unquote, plan to start the Infernos and do all the Inferno stuff. And he f- goes to find the real Captain Obi and Lieutenant Hinawa and he starts to attack them. And everybody's like, Whoa, we didn't say this, we didn't say this. And Shinra's like, But Captain, I heard you. And then so Obi's like, There's no doubt I have to fight Benny Maru. We see how strong Obi is, even though Benny Maru is a third and second generation user. Obi kind of stands his, his his ground, like he doesn't beat him. He gets a hit across, but he shows Maru that he's a strong captain. Beemaru ends up bound, about to beat him. The his, his his lieutenant comes in and stops him. He's like, "Let's hear this out," and then they start discussing what happened. And like Obi's like, "I didn't do it. Like I promise you, I didn't do it." And that's pretty much how the I'm, that's pretty much how the episode ends with a uh, oh, it's with us hearing. Yes, with us hearing the story of Benny and his lieutenant while they're talking. Because Benny leaves the room after his lieutenant's like, we got to believe him. Because, like, and Benny like, there's no way we could believe him because we have no proof. And he just walks out because they're still talking. would you think of episode, I believe I, this is 11 of 5? Yes. Horseman? No,
2: uh, is it 11? Yeah, I think so. It's
1: it's episode it's 11 or 12. Episode 12. Yeah.
2: But um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I loved all the action for sure. Action packed episode. Loved it. Love seeing Lieutenant and Captain get they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They work in. Uh, love seeing uh Benamaru. He's he's one of my favorite uh new characters that are introduced, that have been introduced. Um to me, I did like this episode a lot. The only complaint I have, and this is a very minor minor complaint, um, is with Benimaru. whenever they were about to fight, he's just like, ah, ain't no none of that talking shit. Y'all can't finesse y'all way. And they're sitting there like, but man, what the fuck are you talking about? We we Let us just talk to you real quick. I hate how in Shonen, if there's a fight to be had, ain't nothing, don't nothing matter but the fight. But you
1: see, I actually like it with this one because in other, sh- at least with this one, they made it acceptable for the plot because... Yeah, with he, the fakes? Yeah, and also with on top of that, you got to think how he feels. In their backstory, they weren't in Fire Force and... Their city was burning with infernos, and the fire force wouldn't show up because they were in the quote unquote hood area mm-hmm. of their city. And like they had to be their own fire force. And they, they, that's why Beanie Mara resents the sun god because he's like, y'all people aren't there for me. So why should I trust company eight, even though they've shown me they're good people, when I know all I know of fire force is bad? So it makes sense why he doesn't want to fight. Also, it makes sense why he stops because the only person he'll listen to is the person who sacrificed for his life. Yeah. So. That's I'm the true. only person that can stop. So, at least with this one, because you're right, Shonen, when there's a fight to have, Shonen got to have it. But this one makes sense.
2: I just, to me, it was just kind of off putting whenever they pull up. They're like, whoa, what, what you mean? We got a fight? He's like, nah, nah, don't act stupid. We about to fight. But and they're sitting there, be like, but you... why? Like, no, nah, no, nah, shut up with the but why? <laughs> you don't know what you did. And it's like, but we didn't know. Like, nah, y'all making me mad or acting like y'all didn't fucking know but what you, y'all talking about.
1: But think about it like this if you saw. No, no, I, I
2: get the context for sure, but that just to me seems kind of typical. But mm-hmm. what you saying that at least it's for a reason? That's the only reason why it's such a minute complaint of mine. It's just to me, it just seemed kind of corny. But I was here for it because I wanted to see the
1: fight. And the backstory was great. I loved like this. The was, backstory
2: was more than I intended more than I thought.
1: This was it good, was going to be. It was good exposition with good fights. like they had action, less etchiness. You we saw Maki saw,
2: at the end. You we, saw Maki get do, naked do, real quick like for no thing, apparent reason.
1: But that was it. Or like, I was cool with it. So
2: I wasn't tripping over it. I'm to the point where I've accepted the fact that her only personality trait as of right now yeah, is, she is that she she throws the titties out every <laughs> once in a while because for some reason she's clumsy. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I've come to terms that she's clumsy and only in a way where her awesome edgy shit.
1: I will say this gives me hope for the second core of this anime. Because I know what's coming and I think fans will see from this episode and from the last Maru stuff, we're about to get into a legit arc with like legit villains that we could see. Mm-hmm. I think with the, the white clad people, the uh, the, evangel- the uh, evangelist that's about to take center stage, I think this will hook people more into Fire Force where core one, season one, part one, they were like 50-50 on it. I think this leading into season one, part two people be more on board with Fire Force and going into season two.
2: I'm liking to see, and we're only on episode 12, but uh, it feels like the series has been running longer because of the breaks that it's, the many breaks yeah, they, that it's taken. But see, not, not that not that it. Fault. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what it, I'm not saying it faults it. I'm saying it just, to me, I ex- I want to expect to be further because of how long ago I started, but at the same time, the progression, we're episode 12. Yeah. Uh, I'm finally, I'm, I'm just glad to see it finally going somewhere. Uh, the pacing could have been a little bit better, but i feel like the pacing is perfect for what they're trying to accomplish. what they're trying yeah the, all yeah. the setup got set up so it's not like there was any wasted time we got characters set up to where they introduce every character they introduce at least got flawed out a little bit to where these characters aren't random or they don't feel yeah, And you want to
1: you want to follow them forward as the story progressed to learn more yeah so now that we
2: what i what i assume and is that we got the and gave us a
1: mystery to where we got they got mm-hmm. we have two mysteries now who's we got a lot joke, of mysterious
2: characters we got too.
1: who's joker that's mystery. Oh, one. We, we got a lot of mysteries. We Joker got,
2: provided that.
1: We got what's up with the evangel and evangelists? Are they with Joker? Mystery mm-hmm. two. If they're not with Joker, who's the leader? What's show's involvement with all this? We still don't know what the fuck going on with Shinra's like family situation. No, that's what I'm talking about. That show, his brother, like how show oh, involved yeah, the, the in evangelist the Oh, evangelist. Yeah. Uh,
2: we we don't know what the fuck is going on.
1: So we have two and we have two antagonists right now. Where. Well, one like one main antagonist and Joker's the Orochimaru type where we don't know his, mm-hmm. his or his Sokka type like we don't know his ulterior motives. He's good sometimes, he's bad sometimes. Like he just anti-hero type nigga shit. For sure. So th- I think it's progressing along quite well. What would you rate this episode 1 through 5?
2: Uh, I'll give it a good 4.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. A solid, solid four. 4. Like n- no higher than a 4 but no less. Cuz the action was good, the yeah. story
2: was good. I was entertained the whole time. I wasn't like dozing off, you know what I'm saying?
1: It was, it was pretty good. I'm with you. Let's jump to our next anime. This is a new anime for the season. No Guns Life. I'm really high on this anime. Season 1, Episode 1. Humans ha- that have been physic This is the description for Episode 1. Humans that have been physically altered turned into dangerous weapons known as Extended Juzo. Inui awakens as one of these weapons with amnesia, but his job as an agent investigating the extends leads to a mysterious child with extended ties, shows up at his office. Now Juzo must keep the child away from street gangs in the mega corporation Beruin, and it won't be easy. Oh, that's the description of the series. Well, episode one, pretty much. Uh, here's the episode one summary. Juzo Inui, an overextended who deals with the problems of... Other extended people have gotten enhanced body modifications. One night, a mysterious Extend visits his office with an unconscious body from a shady orphanage, and the story begins. Basically, episode one is we meet Juzo and We 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 basically learn about his world in the sense that we the show starts off and you're like, what's up with this gunhead guy? We learn that in this world, mankind has progressed to the point to where they've begun to enhance and Modify their bodies, becoming cyborgs, or as they call it, extended. We find out that Juzo's an overextended, a relic of the past, someone who's overextended his body, who's made so much modifications to where for the war he was a soldier, and now in this time there's less body modifications than what he did. The story starts off where he's this—I wouldn't say detective, but he's a, a kind of like a, a handyman, like kind of like in gangster or kind of like Spike, like he he can bounty hunt. He can solve crime, but he can do other things. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of like a, a fixer, quote unquote. Yeah, and he's we walk around the city. He sees that some something happened in the street. He's f- trying to figure out. He goes back to his house. This extended walks up in his house and he's like, "Yo, you, got, I need you to help me." He's like, "Nah, I'ma call the people." The people actually come before he calls the uh, the bureau. And he's like, "Now nah, y'all got to get out of here because I want to hear this." He like he just kicks him out because he ev- eventually wants to hear this dude's side of it. He finds out that like he's protecting this this orphan boy, and he puts Juzo on his job like, here's your task, I want you to save this guy, and I'll pay you. juzo accepts he ends up trying to meet this girl named Mary in the subway station. this nun comes who is the lead who's like one of the leaders of this orphanage comes to find out it's not an orphanage comes to find out they all work for the people who make the extends the Barin company, and this company is. Taking orphan kids and using them to make their experiments on. This kid was one of those kids. His name is Tetsu Tetsuro, and Tetsuro is the orphan boy. The there's a big gunfight. The the uh, extend Juzo is getting messed up for a little bit. The extends ends up coming steps in to try to save him. The girl shoots. The girl shoots the extends. Uh, and then Juzo's like trying to grab his arm. He's like, I'm gonna come back for this kid. He lets the kid down. The girl shoots him. They fall into the, the river. Juzo in the extend. Well, Juzo wakes up. He finds out he's healed. The extend helps fix his body. Comes to find out that this extend is not really a extend, he's a shell. He's just a robot that's being controlled by Tetsuro because Tetsuro has been uh, experimented on by the company. To have this power called harmony. Harmony allows humans to control uh extends and control robots inside of the community. This is something new. Juzo then like realizes, yo, I got to help this kid. He goes to find him. They're on this train. Juzo punches the train and that's how the episode ends. I know that that description that I just gave was a lot and it would be better if you watched it to get the vibe of this but let me say this. This show reminds me of Trigon vibes. It gives me Cowboy Bebop vibe. The music was good. Chris, what did you think of episode one?
2: It was pretty cool. I definitely got to see this one unfold more to, to, to fall into it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To like dive into the world. But as of uh, episode one, it was pretty cool. Um, I'm just more curious than to see seeing where it goes from here. Is it going to be into like a slice of life of different um, missions, per se, or
1: different things? Is it going to be like this big plot? Uh, it, what i it's more so every episode will have like a its own quote unquote mission some episode will have two part mission stories but through them solving individual missions there's a through line story that's why i say it's okay. Trigan cowboy Bebop by vibes you know how vash goes yeah. on a different mission each episode but there's like most episodes are tied to knives and like mm-hmm. the whole shit with the syndicate and that's kind of how at least from what I've read so far of No Guns Life, that's how it's going. And I haven't read maybe more than like six to ten chapters.
2: And see that's why I'm 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 i to see where it goes from here because as of right now, I like uh Juzo, the main character. Um
1: We still don't know the side characters yet.
2: I can't wait to see those. I'm liking the humor with him being like a little perv and whatever whatever the case may be with that. Uh I'm definitely liking um the whole world building aspect of yeah, it. I the like cyborgs. the fact that they're extended and they are overextended. Mm-hmm. And uh I do like the fact that there's experimentation being done on them and there was like war shit involved and uh it, it's a lot it to has, unpack. In yeah, it's one a episode. lot to unpack
1: for one episode, but you can tell from the the foundation and the building blocks, like it has etchy comedy, it has mm-hmm. political intrigue, it has thriller thrillingness with in, in psycho- uh, psychological thriller, with the sense that this company's experimenting on orphans, experimenting on humans. Like, how do we stop it? It also has like sci fi Western elements with the cowboy bebop music vibe and the way that he's a bounty hunter type detective type fixer where he goes on different missions solving things. Like, it has all the pieces of a good pie. It just will that pie come together.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I, I just want to see how it does, how yeah. it comes together. Because then I'll be able to give it a good uh, assessment.
1: That's why I don't think this is a week-to-week one.
2: Yeah, this is one of those ones. We're going we to have to like, give it an a end-of-arc, yeah. uh, end-of-season kind of kind of uh, our thoughts on it. Because episode by episode, it may not be uh, as exciting. Yeah. Because but- right now, it's, it, it's not super exciting after episode one. But it's definitely intriguing enough to where you'll get to episode two, three, four.
1: And it's definitely worth watching episode one, two. Like It's it's intriguing enough to where it's like, okay, I want to see how this show goes. It's not one where like, all right, episode one, episode two better hit or I'm, I'm going to drop it. It's one where it's like, I'll let us see how this plays out for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because uh,
2: last year around this time, we were covering Goblin Slayer. And that one um, was like how you said it. it was like episode one was like, what the fuck, because this one, this one right here gave me a whole bunch of what the fuck and a whole bunch of like, okay, I got to come back to this. But
1: see what the difference between this and Goblin Slayer is episode one gave us a lot of what the fuck like to, it was like a lot of Was the word I'm looking for? It was a lot of shallow, what the fucks. Like, with like, it's like gore, bloody, exactly killing, rape. Like, it's a lot of.
2: And see, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, with Goblin Slayer, you're watching that and you're like, okay, the first episode had enough what the fucks to get me to the second episode. But, like you said, by the time you get to episode two or three, it's like, bro, if this keeps on not doing shit, I'm just going to drop it. But this already from episode one, comparing it especially to Goblin Slayer episode one, this seems like it has. Um, a direction. Yeah. Goblin Slayer's direction, to me, even by the time you get to the end of the season, you was super what, fucking sloppy. Yeah, you still sloppy. don't know what's up. they like the sloppiest shit ever. i was the, like, what the fuck am I watching?
1: Like I said, this one, if you are a fan of Black Lagoon, Trigon, Bebop, it gives you those vibes. And I felt like an anime like this has been missing... In the spectrum, yeah, and
2: this it, it gave me a whole bunch of what the fucks. But like by the time I got to the end of the episode, I wasn't like, what the fuck am I even watching? Where is this even going? <laughs> yeah, I see where it's going. They set up everything perfectly to where I'm watching a dude. Like the main character is literally a a gun face, and
1: basically you gotta want to find out how he why that happened and, and I'm, why I'm, he doesn't want anybody to pull his trigger.
2: I'm intrigued. All people you'll tell them like, oh man, it's a, it's a show by a dude with a gun at the face. they will be like, what? What are you watching? But if you actually watch it and the way they set it up, by the, end, by the time you get to the end of episode one, you'll be like. Voted. Some of my what the fucks weren't answered, but some of my what the fucks are like. I'm cool with them, and I'm excited to see why the fuck.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. What would you rate this one? Well, not not rate the episode one to five. Just yeah, this is one we're not gonna rate. I just want to know. I, I, how, I will say question, my first
2: impressions are pretty. The
1: question I would ask you is, would you watch again and recommend? That's a better question for this.
2: As of right now, I definitely tell people to stay stay tuned with this shit, like to keep watch to like peep it out as far as as the episodes drop. Because I'm gonna be watching them as the episodes drop. I I, I do want the timeline to to watch with me. You know yeah, what I'm with
1: you on that. That's how I, I, I told everybody, like, look, just trust me. It's going to be good. It's coming. But keep watching it, and that's what we got for No Guns Life. Let's jump to Vinland before we finish off with My Hero. So season one's part one, the part one core, I believe it's just ended. It's about to start part two. If not, started part two already. We're, we have 14 episodes in. Me and Chris have seen all fourteen of these. Let's discuss Vinland Saga. Thanks. You know how I feel about it. I think this anime is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with Amazon for being the, the the place for mature content. This isn't your typical shonen. This is a a, a seinen. This is one hundred percent like mature, serious anime content. Oh yeah, it doesn't follow the shonen tropes. I this one all right.
2: I feel like it has certain aspects of shonen, but it has more. It does lean more towards seinen. One hundred. percent But certain, po- uh, certain points of it, I do feel like I'm watching a shonen, but come at from a different angle. Okay, which I guess is what seinen is, because shonen means young, uh, young male.
1: Yeah, and seinen is just older. But
2: right. seinen means young male too. But it, it does. It teenage. means younger. Like shonen yeah. is, is more teenage 12 to 15 uh, 12, or, to, uh, yeah. what they, like 12 to like 17 ish oh i
1: thought i thought seinen was 17 to 21 that's i feel like
2: seinen is like 18 to like 22 or three yeah like young adult like yeah i'm an adult like i'm fresh off of shonen but i'm a little bit oh, i need a little like bit I need, more. I need, I
1: need some more yeah
2: and um this does provide uh i don't know i don't know kind of where to start with this one because i have a lot of a lot of feelings about it I had a lot of feelings about it going in. You know, I felt like this was a weight on it for me. It was like a mid to me. I was like, I'm not really feeling mid.
1: My question is. Well, I
2: thought it was mid. My my excitement for it was mid. Mid, okay. Like, it wasn't one of those ones that, like, ooh, I gotta watch it. Now that we're at episode 14, I'm like, week by week, I'm not gonna skip a week. (laughs) It's to the point where I'm not like, I'm not head over heels for it like I was for Demon Slayer. But at the same time, I'm not about to just, like, now I'm in. Like, It takes a while. Like, whenever I watched uh, Black Clover, had to watch it a million times before I actually got in. And once I was in, even now, I'm not 100% in. Like, I got to, like, episode, like, 40-ish. And And I kind of tapped out. And I'm like, not even... I I feel no need to catch up. With this this one, if I let this go too far, I'm gonna not be proud of it. Not saying saying that, but it's like I have to watch it week by week. I can't see a new episode being out and me not watching it.
1: And for this one, now you understand why... I wouldn't say it's the... I, I can't. I can't say it's well for me personally. I feel like this is you saw why I would rank this one as second best of the summer.
2: If we are considering Demon Slayer summer, I feel like it's second best of the summer. But if, if we're, we're considering old, Demon Slayer spring, spring mm, then I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: say it's the best I'm gonna of the honestly summer.
2: say it, this is the best of the summer. Yeah, because I do like Fire Force. I do like Doctor Stone. Doctor Stone. This it's is a, a different di- bag. It's, yeah, this is a. Di- <laughs>
1: different this show does something so like in the manga let me say this you see you start the battle with uh at London you started chapter one but it cuts halfway through and then tells you the entire backstory of Thor's how Thorfinn got older and then it comes then it you see Thorfinn grow up and then it goes back to the Battle of London I actually preferred how the how the anime did it in terms of showing you Thor's and Thorfinn's relationship, showing them grow. Because then you see the hurt of Thorfinn as he goes through his young male stuff. And you see he's not really living up to his father's motto. He's not living up to what his father wants him to do. He's blinded by this Viking revenge. Yep. Uh, I'm
2: I'm loving to see that too. Because um, as equally as he is influenced by his father and his father's decisions and how, how bad he wants to avenge his father and be Ashland. like his father... He is definitely influenced by what's his name?
1: Asklad. Ask. I think that's his ask. Like I don't know how. He knows. I'm not gonna
2: lie. I've been thrug, struggling pronouncing it, but uh, I think it's
1: Asklad. Yeah.
2: This guy is his um un, unintended mentor to where he like wants to take after his dad, but he's more so taking after Asklad. Yeah. He's he's more so like looking at what's going on with uh with him, and he's taking more direction from him, influence from him. He's basically like being taken under his wing by accident. Yeah, and it's like to the point where he has no other option but at the same time uh as much as he wants to believe that he's not as uh influenced as escalade as, as he, his father he's probably more
1: and that's something we will see him slowly start to realize as the show progresses I can already see it's taking over yeah, him. It's take exactly like he's
2: turning into like he's not he's not like his dad even a little bit no, he's like even.
1: he's like his dad was before his dad found like him yeah like he's like his dad when he was a Viking Mm-hmm. and I think this show does a good job of promoting a different view of a villain in the sense of Aslad like Aslad is at first you're like oh he's the villain he killed Thor's dad but then being that Aslad's the only person looking out for Thor Finn you're like well is he now this anti-hero but at the same time in the back of your mind like you said you see he's manipulating Thor Finn you see he's only using all these people oh, yeah. and by the time you get to episode 14 you find out he doesn't like anybody in this crew but Bjorn yep. and it's like Yo, this dude's a a villain that's been plotting no, from he, the jump.
2: He is a super villain and he is the best type of villain Yeah, because he is a smart villain and not only is he smart he's but one he's one that makes you love him too. Yeah, he's like he, he's a villain with um I, personally the the more I go through the show uh because I haven't seen him have a turning point from being that villain character in my eyes but with each episode I find myself Wanting to learn more about what made him that way, because he seems like he's not at hardcore, like at heart, an evil person.
1: But you see, we learned that in the latest one about the uh, about how his mom was that slave. Yeah, it seems like he just got fucked. Like he just his whole life.
2: I'm not saying his whole life, but his whole something fucked up his view of the how of living. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To where I'm watching his relationship with with Thorfinn, and it is very abusive, uh, manipulative. Um, it's just toxic in every every form of the word to me. But at the same time, I don't necessarily feel like he hates Thorfinn. No, I feel like he he likes
1: him more than everybody else. He
2: he definitely likes Thorfinn more than everybody else. But that doesn't say much.
1: Minus Bjorn. Minus Bjorn. But even Bjorn, he uses Bjorn in a sense too. He don't even tell it, man. He don't tell. Like Bjorn doesn't know that he's a, a. What's the, it's a, it's Atrocious or Atrocious, which is the descendant of King Arthur. He Bjorn doesn't know that he's Welsh. Bjorn doesn't know yep. all of his past about how he hates the Danes and everything. Yep. Bjorn blindly follows him. And he they dropped
2: them bombs on me. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's like, heavy, son.
1: And I love how this it doesn't it's not fully tied to history. It's an interpretation of history. Yeah, like you there's can tell. there's names that like Leif Erikson. Uh, uh, atrocious who's the the descendant of King Arthur there's names that like are recognizable I mean to it takes place in the real world Ragnar, in the real time period Like exactly and I like how they kind of flub like if you know history and you watch this, you'll enjoy this even more because it's like, okay, there's historic But if it's like Eucharism, where you're not a big history guy, you can still get into this because yeah, I don't know. they don't know these motherfuckers. It, they don't tie it that much to the history. They make it they make you understand it for what it is.
2: I, I just know whenever I watched the first few episodes, I wasn't expecting it to get here uh to this point. And I feel like things are moving pretty slow, but um slow in a good way. And like now the,
1: season two well, season one part two is gonna be just fast because like now the setup's there.
2: The pacing to me, is picking up, but the slow pacing is something I was content with, like, watching it because I'm... It uh, felt like a movie. I've heard this show get um, called the Anime Game of Thrones Mm. uh, by multiple people. See, I Um, didn't even think about that. And the more I watch it, the more I agree. At first, I was, like, not even close because uh, the main thing that I thought was selling it was the action and animation. Uh, I didn't know how much story... And to me and that's that's another one of my uh it's a pro and con for me the story because the story to me where i'm at cuz i know you you reading it right you're
1: further well i'm now that i know that they're going into season 2 i'm maybe like two episodes three episodes ahead okay so that's not four episodes max this
2: is my big thing right um i i'm looking at more of a big picture thing even though with uh, long-running Shonen, you don't know where it's going to go. You just know the kind of idea of where it has to start, middle, and end. You know what has to happen in it before you get to the end. With this, I don't see a clear what's going on, what's happening for Give the it, future.
1: Can, uh, can we talk about this in two weeks? Oh, this yeah, for sure. Point in two weeks? Because in two weeks, you'll know, and I now, it just clicked to me why they say this is Game of Thrones. There's going to be a throne battle. Like, and see,
2: I feel like they're doing a lot of emotional setup, a so lot of love physical it. setup, and To me, I'm here for it, because after episode five, as soon as uh, Thorfinn uh, grew, as soon as he went from little Thorfinn to like... His first
1: battle, man, when he chopped off that dude's... Yeah, I was
2: telling my boy...
1: They don't do do a lot of action, because I I feel like they they should do more, Oh, they do it perfectly, But they do... The action they do do is amazing, and can we give them their props, because we said Demon Slayer was the best to blend 3D animation and 2D. Vinland's up there. You know
2: what I must say? Um... I'm looking at the show like it's action-packed, and like I was telling you, I thought the action was going to be the main selling point. But um, after episode three, of course, I, I, like I was telling my boy, I was trying to put him on, it, and he's like, should I really watch it? I was like, look, son, you might have to struggle through the first three episodes like me. I didn't like it. But as soon as my son catches his first body, it's up from there. <laughs> but after that, you know what I'm saying, you, you start watching it and you start seeing the, why they call it the Game of Thrones, you start seeing the manipulation, The the, not only do you see action, but you see mind games to the point where I may have watched like, like you said, they don't do action a lot. I didn't even notice that until you said that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm loving the action. Yeah. But I may have watched one to maybe even two episodes in a row with no action, and I was still, like, at the edge of my seat. Yep. I'm sitting they, there they watching. they do
1: the, the, some of the, like, talking in thrilling way. Like oh, some, yeah. Like, they, this... It,
2: they drop bombs on the you difference where... difference
1: between at least seinen and Shonen that I'm noticing, where Shonen is all about the action. Seinen really focuses you to, like, the story... Is very key in, and I think that's what I like about Saining. Like
2: you might miss miss something if you if, if you, look you don't way pay attention.
1: If you don't like Monster, for example, that's why when we do our top five villains, people are gonna look at me like that's your number one villain. But if you haven't read Monster, you can't talk to me. Like because th- they tell stories like in terms of singing, they they go super in depth in the stories. It's it's really character studies to a certain extent, and it's really a reflection of this world. Like Vinland is a reflection of. In the sense, what we used to be, but showing us how we still are monsters even to this day. Huh. And you just got to keep... Like, just keep reading that bit. Like, keep watching this shit because it's like... I just t- know
2: it's deep. Every single character matters. Every single character's personality matters. Everything that happens matters. And I'm here for that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm here for the content to where, like, uh, uh, there's Everything no ties together. Like, even when I'm not seeing fighting, I'm sitting there, like, getting bombs dropped on me like the way that they say important things they say them so casually sometimes to where it's like oh shit to where if you are not paying super close attention you might miss a bomb that just got dropped
1: and that's why i hold it to such high regard because for example mob Psycho and demon slayer were great great stories great action great animation but to a certain extent the story in those two are surface level stories to a certain extent. They go below to, the surface. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. extent. With this, it's more about, like you said, the, the, the subtleness of showing how ass lads manipulating Thorfinn and may, showing you a toxic relationship compared to the relationship he already had when he knew how his dad treated him, but he was so blinded by the idea of his dad being this macho killer I really think this is a is a commentary on toxic masculinity, but that's a whole nother... Oh, yeah, That's definitely. a whole nother like, you topic. You definitely see that, though. like How his dad was trying to say, like, no, you can love, you don't have to... This idea of what a man is isn't what you know it to be, and I've lived this life of what you think a man is. It just brings heartbreak and sadness, and we see Thorfinn going down those same exact steps even though he was told it. It goes back to the point that you can tell someone something a million times but until they experience it for themselves mm-hmm. they won't understand what you're saying and that's that's just why I love this story so much because there's so many little idiosyncrasies and little messages and little like points that were in episode 1 2 and 3 that are s- becoming the threads of like yeah. this
2: whole show's soul and uh, this show has a lot of heart like as far as the emotion it's that lot. gets pulled out of me while watching this like okay the toxic, uh, reflecting on the toxicity of um, Thorfinn and Asklad's relationship, right? Uh, at the beginning, their relationship starts with him killing Thorfinn's dad. Yeah. The The relationship continues from that as Thorfinn just being a fucking tag along to the crew and him not giving a shit about him. And the more you watch, the more you see Aslad kind of respect Thorfinn a little bit more. You kind of start seeing him, uh, fuck with him a little bit, but still not like him to but the point where
1: also at the same time, it's fucked up because Aslad kills Thor's but because he respects the man that he is so much, he honors to like, I'ma look out for your kid.
2: And not even saying that, because I, I took I took something from, from whenever he said, um, just the fact that Thorfinn is like, I wanna duel you and it gotta be real. If Asklad didn't have at least that respect for Thor.
1: He'd have killed him a lot. Yeah, time the time. nigga
2: that's just been dead. Like he wouldn't even gave him the fucking Remember the first few times he had to beat his ass and just yeah. really whooped his ass? He could have killed him and just been like, shut the fuck up. And you're don't annoying. follow me no more. Yeah. He low-key respects Thorfinn because he sees Thor's and Thorfinn to a certain extent, but he sees uh a Thorfinn as his bit own is character. himself, too. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of himself. Cause he's like low-key molding him. But at the same time, I'm this is where I think it's fucked up. This is where I, I look into the character of Asclad, like he's deeper than what face value presents because uh I'm knowing he's the villain.
0: Yeah. But at
2: the same time, I don't think he necessarily wants to be the the, the villain. Whenever they first touched down um I forget with the the battle where uh they were allies with the the asshole homies, you know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: you are talking about against uh with Is that with Thorkel When No, when, when,
2: right before that. Okay. It was right before that. Whenever um uh Asklad sends Thorfinn in to be the messenger. Oh. And yeah, they were sitting yeah. the there. The battle
1: the first battle, the first major, major battle where he where they where they where he has to go cut that nigga's head off. Exactly. On. And yeah.
2: this is the thing. Thor uh not Thorfinn. Um Asklad said, To me, jokingly, if you if if you want some shit, you I might have to lube your pockets, give you some, some cash or something, give you a reward. And he like, bro, don't fuck with me. Like you pissing me yeah. off. And dude's like, oh no, I'm playing. You wouldn't even get that fucking reward unless <laughs> you came back with a fucking somebody's head. So dude runs to go get the dude's head that's the first thing on uh thorfinn's mind so askeladd they ask him they're like damn you really gonna send him in there like he's like i don't give a fuck about that kid he's a kid that's been following us if he dies that doesn't matter to me." let me me
1: connect this to black culture doesn't that sound like gang mentality
2: yeah loki but
1: the fucked up part about it is i saw that
2: and that i'm sitting there like damn so i'm sitting there thinking oh shit so in my mind Okay, Thorfinn's about to go cut somebody's head off or bring it back to him. But right whenever he said, man, I don't give a fuck about that kid. He could die for all I give a shit. I'm not expecting him to come back with no fucking head. I'm not giving him no reward. That's that's a fucking joke. Uh, and then seeing Thorfinn really go, I'm sitting there like, oh, he's really about to do it. And fuck that dude's head up. But I'm sitting there looking at the relationship like, to lad Thorfinn could die and the shit don't just don't matter.
1: And his, he still got to carry on with his plans. So after that, you
2: see Thorfinn deliver on here's the head get my fucking money don't play with me dog I'm not gonna let you not keep this promise and he's sitting there like oh shit he really did it
1: and the only reason why he gains more respect for him is because he did it and he can use him as a weapon but
2: see this is that's the fucked up part about it uh, he is a user abuser you you notice that when he says the thing uh, about the prostitute slave not prostitute but the slave that yeah. his uh, his uncle had and I, his uncle was like this bitch worthless and he's like nah he, she's not worthless you just not useless you just don't know how to use user, her yeah. so that's making me think he's a user he's a user <laughs> he's abuser, abuser, abuser but now at the same time when he comes back with the head when Thorfinn comes back with the head he looks he's like instantly he's like oh shit he really came back with the head but he goes from that from that shock to calming himself down almost instantly and being like I'm not giving you a fucking reward like what you think this is he didn't respect him that much to the point where the mission after that he's like this little nigga can die I don't care like he said that again like they're sitting there like son I thought you fucked with him and that's why he sent
1: him against Storkel, because it's like nigga I'm not about to fight one of the strongest Vikings but if you can beat him Go ahead and do it. For yeah, me. like because you don't I'll give do a fuck about after. him. Yeah, it's like. But I'll as far use... as he
2: keeps coming back, you want to think he respects him more. But he just like, hey, it's li- <laughs> he
1: literally sees him as a sword, as like, a, it's just a sword. If like, I could if use it, the same bait for the cuts, for
2: fish over and over and keep catching fish with the same bait, I don't gotta buy a new bait. Like if I'm this good. weapon,
1: like if this sword continues to cut people's heads off and kill people, cool. If it breaks, I'm gonna get a new one. Yeah, exactly. Simple as that. Like and when I run out of bullets, I'm gonna get new bullets. Like it's crazy. And then on top of all that. I'm ready. Well, I'm, we're not going to talk about Canute because I think that's too early to talk about Canute.
2: Yeah, I don't know too much about Canute, but I do like him uh, yeah. as of the latest episode. When we, he first came around, I'm like, this little bitch-ass yeah. nigga.
1: We will talk about Canute as we get further along in this series. But just in terms of, I feel like the major things we can take from this part one, because I don't really want to talk too much about Thorkel and Canute because that's, I feel like we should talk about that when we get to... That's a
2: come. Yeah. I, I definitely... I could give my, my first impressions on them for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Because Thorkel Badass. I fucks with Thorkel After that first fight, just seeing this nigga get fucked up and, and not calm, even...
1: And how calmly he took taking, losing his pinky. That dude his, didn't
2: even respond to that shit, He just shit, was like, bro. let's
1: go. I'm ready to fight you again.
2: He was eating that shit up. He was like, this is what I live for.
1: But it shows you how much Thorfinn has grown from the beginning to now to be able to even take two fingers off one of the most powerful Viking yeah. Like the, arguably the most powerful Viking since his father.
2: Like so far, I don't know shit about Thorkel, but he's my favorite character. Just off of the strength of, they were talking about religion and how... uh and not, not to offend any Christians or whatever, but this is what they were saying, but they were talking about like, man, Jesus sounds like a fucking uh, a weakling, because he's just letting people walk over him, he's like a magic guy, this dude can't kill nobody, me I believe in a religion to where like, we're all warriors, and the only way you're gonna get into heaven is dying in battle, yeah, that's doing your it. best
1: that's the Odin, Thor Thor, Valhalla, mm-hmm. that you have so, to die in battle so the Valkyries come get you, so you can be in the hall of, other, of the other warriors, and that's
2: so amazing, because they show that afterwards, but you don't know that how that's how he's thinking, whenever you see him fight Thorfinn, you decide him very Hisoka-ish getting off on that fight. He's like, oh my god, this but is it's amazing. Because
1: if he dies, he knows he died in a valuable way to a valuable warrior. Like,
2: Oh, I, I don't he, think for any second he thought he was going to die, but he well, was enjoying the fact what, that this little nigga's a savage.
1: Well, I don't think he thought he was going to die, but in the sense that every warrior, at least in this show, goes in the interpretation that if today's the day I die, I want to have a good fight yep, so I can go to Valhalla. Yep. And being that Thorkel doesn't really have too many people strong as him to fight him to even Harm him. The fact that Thorfinn cut off two fingers and gave him a worthwhile fight, he's getting off on it. On top of not only the fact that he loves fighting, but if Thorfinn by chance beat him, he feels that he's a good enough opponent to get him into Valhalla, his heaven, as a warrior by the Vikings. It's a good mm-hmm. death for someone of Thorkel to uh, to be killed at the hands of Thor's son.
2: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Whenever he He cut his fingers off And he was like You could tell He was like This is the one Yeah this
1: is the one He was like It may not
2: be right now
1: But it's coming Yeah That's why he
2: said He said he was swimming back He was like Nigga promise me dog And that's why he told him
1: He was like Y'all don't touch him Fuck y'all If y'all touch him I'ma fuck y'all up Yeah Like he was mad Like those people Like after he cut off Those fingers The other people Was trying to kill him And he was like Nah let him go and he, yeah, he I remember escaped. that
2: for sure. He was like, "Nah, let him live," because he I'm gonna kill him when the yeah, time is no, right.
1: Yeah, I'd say some of my favorite, like my favorite characters, are definitely Thorfinn, Asklad, and Thor, and Thorkel. Now, see, Asklad, I like him in the sense of how manipulative. Like, I like him, at, I like like, him as, a as a character.
2: villain. I like him as a good villain. Yeah, but Asklad, I gotta throw this out there, just for the fact that we're talking about how Thorkel wants that rematch with Thorfinn too. Asklad said it himself, and I don't think he was lying. Uh, the la- one of the last two episodes. Whenever they were in the dark, and he uh, uh Thorfinn talked to him, and he was like, bruh, I feel like you've been thinking shit is sweet, son." He's like, "I will kill you, son." Yeah. He's like, "I lost you a couple times, but that nigga, was
1: that was last episode. Did they do that was it, last episode? No, was, they didn't, duel they didn't it yet. do it yet. Okay. But he was like,
2: "You will die." And see, within uh, you
1: two episodes, I'm two episodes away from where you at. And, and
2: see, him. he said, um, uh, Asklad told him, he was like, "Look." I you, will die at the hands of you. He's like, I don't care. He's like, all heroes must die eventually. Not all heroes, but all strong warriors must die eventually. He basically telling Thorfinn, hey, I'm yeah. going to be a 60-year-old nigga one day. You might get me then. Yeah, you're going to get like, me
1: because I'm old. And like, he's sitting
2: there like, I don't expect to go out any other way. I'm not going to die of old age. I'm going to die because a nigga killed me when I'm too weak to defend myself. But don't think myself. just
1: because you fought Thorkel, that, that your balls dropped or some shit. I still exactly. with your ass right now. He's
2: sitting there, as long as I'm in my prime, I'm, I'm in my prime. Yeah. But he's like, until my day comes, which is not near, you're going to be my bitch <laughs> And and Thorfinn's sitting there like nigga I'm gonna kill you today, and he's sitting there like, you're not there yet. Yeah, son. you're not ready. Yeah. So I'm like he's like I'm gonna stay calm because I know what, whatever you throw at me is you're not there yet. So it's like I'll I'll think about that. Like we'll we'll cross that fucking bridge when we get to it. As of right now, you still a weak bitch. You do what I say.
1: How do you feel about the humor with the rest of the? Because the humor comes from the side character.
2: I love the side character. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: I love the like I love the Vikings part of of As-Lad's crew.
2: Their, their crew is hilarious at part, at parts. Just hearing. Um, hearing them like say stupid shit, or just hearing them joke, or hearing them just have guy talk. These are like basically barbarians. These yeah. are like fucking warriors who know nothing but fight. They were literally talking about uh, the, the drunk that was like, I just want to find love. And they're like, what the fuck, the fuck is, is love? love. Like, yeah,
1: it was like, if it's not women, silver, I'm fighting, I don't give a
2: fuck. And I, I love that about them. These are like, basically, there's the bros. You're basically dude. Yep. You're just dude bros. You're average, I'm gonna kill something. I don't care and, if I die. And, sh-
1: and another thing that shows they're not manipulative, like ass lad, or they don't think on that level is They actually liked Thor. They were concerned about Thor. Yeah, they're simple men, bro. They are simple men, and they—they are
2: just soldiers.
1: They respected the fact that he was Thor's son, and they like that one. Most of them would try to make sure he was fed, even though he wouldn't accept it. They would try to include him. But he just wouldn't accept it. And they were like, when are you going to accept us? And Thorfinn's like, nah, nigga, I'm not accepting none of y'all. Thorfinn's y'all like, nigga, pops. y'all is not my gang. So <laughs> yeah. like, You're y'all all
2: ops, bro. I'm just here because I have to be.
1: <laughs> I got to be here to get strong. If bro, I could kill all of y'all, gang. I would. But y'all
2: didn't kill my pops, so I'm not really beefed out with y'all. But we not cool. <laughs> we can't be cool. <laughs> y'all friends are the ops. I'm trying to kill him. But if y'all try to come back him up when, after I kill him, you all could go, <laughs> bro. Like, it ain't. I don't want y'all to think we friends. Like, I, I like the fact that Thorfinn is just drawing that line any chance he gets. He's like, hey, 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 whoa. We're that's not friends Yeah, I'm not your, like, underling. That's
1: why I fuck with this show because you could relate it so much to today. Like, Thorfinn is like this new nigga in the gang. Like, and for just, real. And you see, like, him going through gang shit, like, the leader of the gang using and abusing him. And, like, the gang trying to be like, come on, man, why you don't accept the gang? He's like, nah, it, nigga, I'm, y'all the ops.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, and you know how I was telling you one of my flawed one of my cons towards it is that I don't, and it's not even a strong con, but I don't know exactly where it's going as far as story-wise, concrete, what mm-hmm. to expect. I like that a lot. And at the same time, um, I, I am kind of like wishing I knew what where it was going, but the unexpected anything could happen like at the drop of a dime, I love it. And at the same time, I'm very here for the ride because I don't care where we're going, quite frankly.
1: I'm really interested to have the conversation in two weeks, but not even that when we get to the end of the year, if you don't consider this for Best New like, Anime. I would like Just to see... Just for the fact, because I know you love Demon Slayer, but once you figure out where this is going, and you see, I think they executed so well that Demon Slayer could still win Best New Anime, but I definitely think... It'll and it be, might for me. I think it'll be an argument. I think Vinland will definitely put up a good chance.
2: Watching it, now versus uh seeing the arguments before i didn't think there was an argument now for sure even before we get to the second half of the season i see the argument because my, my thing with demon slayer story comedy um action animation characters yeah. and animation same things apply here except i still do think demon slayer is a chip leader as far as i love the characters more i like the humor more uh the action equal i think
1: yeah uh, if not I'd say, if not, I'd give the the nod to Demon Slayer with action, if I'm being honest. Well, but, but I'd it, probably
2: give the, the nod for animation to Demon Slayer, but for action,
1: as far as fluidity... Ooh, that's a good... Okay, let's give the nod to them for animation, and let's give them the nod for comedy.
2: No, for sure comedy. I'm giving that to animation, Demon Slayer, because they have me... That's a big part of what sells it for me.
1: Animation, comedy. But see, I would give it the nod for action, just for the sense of all how the breaths look, but you're right, the fluidity of how... Uh, Thorfinn and all those people kill no. is immaculate let's say those are even let's not even give yeah one I, I, I
2: want to say because like Demon Slayer is excel. like they go crazy with the the fights but as far as the Vinland soccer fights they don't have no wind breath style yeah, to fucking that's straight
1: normal so we'll make those even. And they make so, that shit so, look so, Demon so realistic so they they're even on one I'd give the nod to story to Vinland to where it's like one to two to even
2: I want to say that, but I'm just not as far as You're you not, yet. Yeah. So, so I that, can't really speak on it, especially cause you know, yeah. you know, the history behind it. Me being someone who doesn't know a lot of the history, a lot of the characters being referenced me also not really knowing much about, um, what happens from here. Just being at episode 14, even being at episode 14, of demon slayer. I was, I was more here for the story of demon slayer. Okay. But that's me saying story as far as big picture. Uh, the execution of the story, like the shit that's mm. happening in Vinland Saga, to be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck is going on a lot of the time. I'm just taking that ride right. like Thorfinn. Like Thorfinn doesn't know what's going on no, as, it's he just, as shit's going.
1: He just... See, that's how I think they want the audience to be until we get to this next point to where they said like, all right, rules are different now. Yeah. Like, Thorfinn, you're legit part of this squad. Like Askeladd's part of this squad. Y'all are fighting this person.
2: Now see, Askalad and his... uh, All the shit that goes on with his crew... Uh, to me, they don't seem like they have a concrete mission on anything. No,
1: they're just they're feel just like, robbing. <laughs> I thought like we're still
2: in the setup. We are. But we're in, it's so great. It's,
1: it's so close, too. That's the thing. Like that's, where, are, that's the only reason why I can't get it. That's why I want to have this conversation in two weeks. Because in two weeks, I feel like you might give the nod. Because your, the Game of Thrones thing you just said will be more apparent in two weeks. And I'm, I'm itching for that. That's why... Like
2: I was saying, like I can't I miss an episode. I have to be. I feel like now is not the time. But by the end of the season on timeline, it's going to have its Demon Slayer episode 19 moment. Because yeah. motherfuckers was talking so much shit. This is why I can't understand the 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 linear thinkage. That's a stupid fucking phrase. But like the way Twitter thinks is like, oh, I see the timeline talking about this. But y'all wasn't talking about it yesterday. It must be trash. Oh, y'all talking about Demon Slayer. Oh, y'all hyping it up. Y'all just bullshitting. This is the thing. It took for episode 19 for Demon Slayer to break the internet and go viral. They gave us 19 amazing episodes, but episode 19 was the breaking point. Everything after that uh, was still great. Nobody's talking about Fire Force, Doctor Stone, Vinland Saga about that yet because we're on episode like 14. 14, We're on episode 12. Once we get to that, Vinland Saga has
1: the disadvantage that it's on Amazon exactly
2: but I feel like we're gonna get to a point at one at one point in time where uh, something crazy happens in Vinland where the, one, oh. the fan base reacts to it and makes niggas who are like damn Vinland saga is actually cold
1: I, and I hope like Amazon so far has delivered in the sense that and I know you don't watch a lot of anime on Amazon but let me give the rundown they delivered on Dororo which will be up in this conversation for best of the year best new anime of the year because it's new that was that came out with Promise Neverland and Mob Psycho that's one I slept on when it dropped but I'm gonna peep that you out gotta before that the uh, out. end of the year we I'll got it out everything. we got Vinland we got Blades of the Immortal which just came out dropped two fire episodes we talked about the trailer last time that show is amazing You have Banana Fish, you got Inuashiki, and you have, uh, there's another one that I'm missing on Amazon. But nonetheless, Amazon could be the hub for mature anime. And if we're talking Netflix versus Amazon, because Hulu, obviously, with being partnered with Funimation, they're going to have the Shonen. But if we're talking about original content anime between Netflix and and, uh, Amazon... Amazon no, Netflix, t- has the crown. Netflix like, I'm is sorry. losing right now. Netflix is losing and Amazon can be the hub where... All they yeah, got is like
2: Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, they got Baki, they got all that other shit, but who cares? And like, my thing it's is, mid.
1: Hulu can be the place for Shonen, like Hulu and Funimation and Crunchyroll. Let
2: Funimation Amazon for be the, sure.
1: Let Amazon be the hub for Funimation
2: Funimation's gonna have all the fucking Fire Forces and the Dr. Stones.
1: Funimation is One Piece and Dragon Ball, so you know they're gonna have everything in that lane. But they're not having this, this type shit and that's why I think like... Let Amazon buy the rights to Kingdom, do a new one in this vein. I'm, I'm ready. Ball. Let Amazon take Monster and turn it into a new anime. Amazon delivering right like- now. And-
2: they're not overloading themselves. They're, with not, content, they're taking like it Netflix.
1: slow. Like they're like they're, they're building. Like I think they're doing a great job of building their anime fan base. Mm-hmm. We did Inuashiki, which some people heard about, some people didn't. Man, my boy Otaku God keeps trying to
2: tell me why that? He said that's literally his favorite anime
1: of all time. I'm Yo, like, all time. Shout out! Shout out! Let me shout out to Otaku God right now because that shit is fucking amazing. Yeah, people you say, say it's talk a phenomenal about, series. You, you want to talk about deep storytelling? Like this. This is what Amazon. That's why I say they should do the same thing and tell the mature content stories because. We could It could be a whole different new category in anime talk where we could put these things separate and let them compare against themselves. Because in a sense, it's not fair to compare shonen to these because like we said, shonen is more action-oriented. Yes, some shonen do have mature storytelling and good storytelling, but this is more focused on the story. We,
2: we could throw them in an overall sense because in the overall sense, the shonen's going to win. Yeah. Because every single year, we get slice of life, we get etchy we get horror, but always shonen comes to the top just because it's the most popular. But, if we're talking about quality, a lot of people will throw in some of the, the more non-shonen series into the conversations. And that's what, like like Devil Devilman uh, Crybaby, you heard a lot about that last year. It stood out because it wasn't shonen, but it was a standout that wasn't shonen. And those are the only ones that can compete with the shonen are the standout and series. And that's what
1: I think Amazon could be the hub for with things like this. Like I'm telling you, Jeff Bezos.
2: Like you said, we might have to have a whole new conversation. That's like what I'm saying. Saint-Nin. Like
1: a Saini conversation. And I would love that with my like, Amazon, get Monster. Like, I don't care if you take my ideas and just fuck them, use them. I don't give a fuck, because I don't know at the end of the day, yeah, Anime Talk did that, but like, no, nah, I'm just I'm just fucking around. But like, no, nah, for real, Amazon, take Monster, take uh, Kingdom, take m- the great Sainians and become the Sainian hub, and I guarantee you will have anime Twitter on- going crazy. Man, one of these
2: motherfucking companies need to take 666 Satan and animate one of my favorite manga, because I'm all these anime adaptations getting picked up, they better not sleep on the goat.
1: Let's jump to my hero. Oh Jesus! Don't want that playing. I don't forgot
2: my through. hero fucking episode even <laughs> dropped. I thought we was done. We
1: don't have to. <laughs> but no, let's 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 talk about we, it. No, we gotta talk about it. But we don't it, we don't have to say that much because it's not. There's nothing really to talk. Like, yeah, I got some shit to say, but we, not too much. Not too much. Yeah, episode sixty four. Oh, but let me say this before we get talking and start talking about my hero. I wanted to say this. This is right now. Sp- it's Funimation hasn't confirmed this. The creators of My Hero haven't confirmed this. This is like from like the companies who receive news and shit. They said My Hero season four episode four will be on break on November second, so it won't. Episode four will miss that week and come back on a, on uh, November 9th. Okay, so just be on the lookout because next week, uh, this upcoming week, episode two drops. The following episode three, and then uh, episode four will not be out on November 2nd. It won't be out till November 9th. Mm-hmm. So just to let everybody know. But episode uh, 64, The Scoop on UA Class 1A. After All Might announces retirement, freelance reporter Tanyo Tokuda goes to the dorms to investigate UA Class 1A. It's basically a reek. It, it's not basically. It is a recap episode letting everybody know what's been going on up at this point with a story in there about this.
2: Yeah, it's like half filler, half recap. This
1: freelance uh, filler recap journalist UA. Takuda is trying to figure out who's going to be All Might's successor because I think this is where this episode shined. He solved the mystery of All Might. He's like, All Might wasn't talking to villains when he said that thing after he fought all for one. He was talking to his students at UA. Why would All Might just start teaching at UA right before his retirement randomly? He has to just pick the successor. And this dude goes even so far to be like, it's not uh Mirio of the Big Three because he works with his former sidekick and they have beef. It's not Bakugo because Bakugo's too aggressive. It's not Todoroki because Todoroki is the son of Endeavor. It's not Karishima and Tokiyama or Ida because they're not in the main state. He even said that's why I, I didn't want to say it and I when we were talking about it, I was waiting. But he even says that in the episode he's like, they are good students but they, they don't seem like the they're right second type. string. Yeah. They're the bench players. Yeah for sure. <laughs> they're the six men. They're in the game. Or they're
2: not in the game. They're on, but the, they're team. on the team. <laughs> Some niggas not gonna make the team, dog. Some niggas not gonna make the team, dog.
1: No, and then he's like, "But this Midoriya Zuko kid, interesting. He looks like injury. He has a similar quirk to All Might a lot. He he's always around All Might. I love that this show answered the meta question that everybody answers, that everybody asks about. It's similar to like, do people not know that's in DC? Do people not know Superman is Clark Kent? Like just because he has glasses, that shouldn't change shit." Do people not see Izuku and not always with All Might, always running like All Might, always punching like All Might, and not think he's All Might while All Might's losing his powers? I
2: would expect the kids to notice before, this nigga.
1: Yes, but if this, this nigga job... You right, but
2: no, what I'm saying is... Oh, like, but no, I get what you're saying. How you, you were saying, saying like, yeah. with everybody, I was like, I would expect the kids to be the first to recognize. Well, Bakugo did. Bakugo definitely did. But,
1: but he should. He should have been the first because he knew Deku the longest.
2: Yeah, he should have knew immediately... Immediately, whenever whenever uh, All Might said that shit, like how he had to put two and two together, as soon as that left All Might's oh, what, mouth, Bakuko should have been like.
1: But that's what he that's what? what he was like though. That's what that's exactly what Bakugo. That's what started the. That's what he said. The crux of Deku versus Kachan. No, was. he
2: definitely that definitely was a red flag in his mind. But like and plot. But if that was me, I'm sitting there calling that nigga out
1: that second. <laughs> like I'm not waiting until two weeks later. I'm
2: turning with the squint eyes. What? Looking at Deku like. And because all, and then, all it would take was that, and Deku and then, would just be like, oh shit. And then, and, and <laughs> and then if
1: you're Bakugu, you'd think this nigga never had a quirk his whole life. And then after All, uh, all Might saves us, and he's That's nothing to you, all you Might, have to think about he he for two court. weeks, son. You shouldn't
2: have to sit on that. Yeah, that's something to, immediately. Yeah,
1: that's when eyes for sure. But let me say this like I told you off air, I think even though this is filler and recap, and I'm not going to rank it high, I think they did an excellent job starting off the season because this was a filler that entertained me. And I don't know how many mm-hmm. fillers I can say entertained me. For sure. And I liked, I actually liked this character. Me too. With his, putting his cameras, he said, at every orifice or any part of his body. So he can put a camera on his dick. I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> I th- that was the first thing I thought of when I saw <laughs> the cameras going
2: off. Any orifice? <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, I ain't gonna lie. I love the fact that he has that quirk. That quirk was perfect for him. Yeah. It was well thought out. Uh, as... Uh, how, how are you going to rate it? I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, no, it. go ahead. But I was about to say, as for, I would rate it like two different ratings. For filler, I'm giving it a 4.5, 4.8. Okay,
1: but as a normal episode, it's like a 2. 2. Yeah, no. one. I, but
2: just got, 2. Uh, we, I'm not even giving it 2.5. No, yeah,
1: we got to make the caveat for filler. And I said this off air, one piece filler. Or even whatever. recap. You could consider it filler and recap, recap. yeah. But for both, like, I would hate, I hate watching recap and it's just like, Oh, that's what we said. That's why we said both. Because for Naruto, we said filler has nothing to do with Naruto, nothing to do with the plot. Filler just one consists piece...
2: of narrator being like, "Naruto's came a long way. Let's In... see where that way came from." And
1: One Piece recap is just literally recapping the last episode. The entire you seeing scenes that you didn't already. But watched. I hate that. Yeah, I, like if you're
2: gonna give me recap, do it like you, this. If you have to give me recap, which I don't, nigga, it's four seasons. Like, come on, now, nobody's forgetting exactly. But if you have to give me recap, give me something fun to watch.
1: And this was this was dope because you got to see. They got to tell us everything as this journalist was learning it. So it was through different. And I definitely did I, like I, that. I, I liked it. And I like how we got to see for fans that necessarily aren't avid fans who are normal, just, I like My Hero Academia. They don't know what Seto's power is. They don't know what uh, Kojima's power is. They don't know what some of these, like Tate dude or the dude who talks to the, the animals or mm-hmm. the girl who's in, uh, shoots acid. Out. They might nece- not necessarily know what all these powers are for these people. But them doing an episode like this is like, oh, it it comes in my mind. Like I know who everybody in this class is, and it just is a good refresher. I thought they did it in a very inventive way. That's yeah. why I said My Hero Strikes Again. They even make their filler dope.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've always championed My Hero. We've, we've had this conversation every single time My Hero gets brought up. They take shonen tropes and cancel the, the bullshit and make them good. Yeah, like They take everything that would be considered bad and they dodge it and they only give you the good aspect. They're
1: like, okay, we gotta give you filler well, we'll give it to you our way.
2: Mm-hmm. We If we have to do this, we're gonna do it in a way to where no one can be mad. They can. They yeah. are gonna do it to its full extent. And this was. This was great. Like, this is in terms of filler, like, like you said. I don't watch no fucking filler. Me, me like filler, <laughs> like you said. Uh, you actually enjoyed it. Not only enjoyed it, but it was actually watchable. Yeah. Like bro, it, when I'm watching Bleach, and uh, I'm, I'm having my I'm having we this talked combo. about this
1: with like a couple weeks, like a month ago when we were talking about Bleach. We might have talked about this off air. We skip bleach filler. And I was like, talking we go to, to websites
2: with my with my homie uh, who's way further like where he told me today. He was like bro, you can watch bleach. I'm like I don't know bro, I'm about to go to the pod. It's probably gonna last like a while. Then I'm driving far as fuck. I'm like I'm probably gonna go to sleep when I get home. He was like make some time for bleach. I'm like bro, damn. And I fucked with him. <laughs> I fucked with him. Shout out my bro. I, so, I'm uh, in his name, make I'm probably going to watch some of that shit
1: tonight. Make some time for Bleach. Like I been told this nigga make time for Full Metal Alchemist for weeks.
2: But no, <laughs> what I'm saying is he's persistent with me. Like, he's sitting there like every day. He's like, you been watching Bleach? I'm like, nah. He's like, you know, I ain't been watching Bleach. He's like, son, I'm not going to let up. Like, he keeps letting me know. He's like, I'm not going to let up until you watch Bleach. He's like, son, That's you keep funny. talking about Bleach. And he's like, you're right there. Cause like I keep telling him I'm at like 140 150. uh, like, uh The episode, yeah, like
1: the the breaking point where he's, he's like fire fire.
2: Like it's to the point where I, I could see him visibly get upset. It's like me telling somebody, um uh, somebody telling me they stopped you. how can show whenever USK beat girl after the, the Yukina. It's like nigga, you didn't get to the dark tournament yet. He's like, no, nah, I like the show though. It's like watch the dark tournament. That's like right. I want to slap him. Or that's so like I stopping I could, I could Naruto, see him
1: Like when Kakashi and uh guy. Fight their members of the Kotski and the. Uh, oh, yeah, you uh, miss- Right when. Um, oh, my God. Which I'm gonna call it dies. Like, they stop right. um
2: You're Like, shit's about to get sh- good.
1: Shikamaru's homie, right when he uh, dies. That's I mean, when shit I boot was- up
2: and it don't stop.
1: That's right before the pain art.
2: Like, after that, shit boot up and it don't stop for a long time. Yeah. So, I could understand. And w- what we were having this conversation, me and him were having this conversation about how a bleach filler. Cause we we're talking about Naruto filler too, but we're talking about how Bleach. It goes from canon, canon, canon to just boom filler for months, and it's just filler arc out of nowhere. At least Naruto, they give you a filler arc right when you expect it, and
1: it's like eight episodes max, and then we go back to the story.
2: Chaputin, because yeah, uh, regular Naruto that whole fucking filler at the end was.
1: You always oh, bring that yeah, she was trash. I always
2: bring that shit up, but it wasn't that bad. If you are watching it, like I was telling him this too, I was like, I didn't watch that. Like if I'm trying to when I pummeled through my first. Uh, Oh, first watch one through
1: you trying to skip all I that. I skipped all that. Yeah, but going
2: but, back on it, it's not bad. It does offer a lot of insight into a lot of characters who didn't get that much shine, like Choji, Kiba. It gives you filler to where everything seems balanced. and Nothing seems fake. It doesn't seem like they're just giving you a GT arc. It seems like they're giving you shit that really happened. It was realistic. It's just something I wasn't trying to that's see. An,
1: that's an early Naruto. Shippuden takes that and throws that shit out the window.
2: Yeah, I, I, when you get to Shippuden filler, garbage is, yeah. every single filler episode. Except
1: except the uh, when they do like the... Kakashi story or the certain infamous Tsukuyomi's story. wasn't
2: that bad like the Itachi shit but the TenTen No
1: but I'm talking about when they talk about like do you consider this filler or is this canon when they uh Kakashi what well, this is this is Technically, yeah, this is canon, but this is just going away from the main story, so it's not filler. I'm talking about like when Kakashi, when you see all about his Anbu stuff. No. Yeah, that's not filler. I always
2: consider that, and Cannon? it's it's filler, but I always consider it canon to me, me or good filler because yeah. it's stuff that it's not just giving you side shit that don't matter. It's like giving this you shit is, this that looks relevant to the story. Yeah, exactly. You like find
1: out Kakashi's backstory, you find out Itachi's backstory, that's relevant. But like with, with Bleach, bruh. I'm watching. and this is this is Oh no, that that's like the arc I told you about where they the niggas in the museum just looking with Renji just looking yep. walking up like trying to play games. I'm like, what the fuck is It's disrespectful, this bro. Like yeah. I'm watching
2: it. It's to the point where like they don't even tell you fillers about it. The- they don't even that's- let you know you're watching filler. They just make whatever you're watching seem important.
1: Honestly, that's why I stopped because you know me. I'm I watched all of Naruto filler. I'm a dude that I don't like to skip stuff if I don't have to. And that's why I just stopped watching Bleach. You telling me I have to skip for a hundred sub episodes? <laughs> or like a hundred or like 50, 40-something episodes. It'd be a good 40, dog. Like, that's crazy to like me. Like, after... What's the point?
2: The, the, uh... I almost said Yukina. The Rukia rescue arc, as soon as they... As soon as spoiler they get out alert, of Soul, they rescue Yuki, uh <laughs> After they get Rukia, out of the
1: Soul Society, straight filler. J- the day bro, after.
2: They jump right into it, and it's the worst filler of all and that's time. that's
1: why I stopped. That's honestly why I stopped. Like, that I'm arc watching, right like,
2: Bleach is super good, but to be honest with you, it did take me out of it, watching it, and then not having my filler list next to me, and just, next episode, I'm like, oh my... This is, Bro, the, what is...
1: I'm thinking we about to get to that next part of the eyes and story. Sharp like, height
2: decline. I'm like, wait, what? I go from and be on the edge of my seat like, damn, bleach ain't not, as bad as niggas be saying I it is. you remember I
1: messaged you, I was like, yo, there has to be a filler guide because I can't watch this. No, Bro, bleach filler is bad. Like, it's really bad.
2: Mind you, I'm at episode 150. But bef- all the filler before that, it was like cringeworthy to the point where I'm watching it, like I said, not with a filler guide. Yeah. So, with this episode, knowing that it's filler, watch the whole thing. I got to the end of it. Bleach, as soon as I realized I was watching filler, I was like, I'm not watching this because right when I noticed it was filler, it was bad to the point where I'm like, oh, I don't have to watch this? This is the most garbage shit I've ever watched. I'm turning it off. Whereas this,
1: we knew going into this week, we were getting a recap episode, we knew it was filler, and I still, I was like, I'm going to peep it just to see. And the moment I peeped it, I was like, oh, I watched the whole thing? Like, this shit was fire. Like, I'm ready for the next thing. Man...
2: I'm ready. I'm ready for the yeah. for the real first episode of season four of My Hero. Did but you kind of go.
1: Did they, I think they did a post credit thing?
2: I don't know. See, I didn't. I didn't watch after the post. I didn't. I
1: didn't watch. At, oh, they did do a post credit thing. Wait, let's see. Yeah, they did. Okay, wait. Oh, oh shit! Is that Oha? Yeah, they did. okay. Uh, look, we'll uh, we're gonna play this, but we're, I'm gonna turn the volume off. <laughs> yeah, we ain't trying to get. Yeah, you know, we're not man. trying to get sued. You dig? But. Okay, so the, uh, the post credit scene is showing Overhaul meeting with Twice, and then him going to whatever him and Twice are doing. Like, he's going to meet with the League of Villains. Crazy. I'm excited. So, it sets up for episode two, seeing Overhaul's plot. I'm ready. But one thing I want you to talk about before we finish up this episode, My Hero usually has good openers and outros. I think the ending was pretty good. I'm surprised I didn't
2: say something about that at the beginning. The
1: opening, you thought, was pretty boo-boo. I did as well. I
2: said mid on Twitter, but in real life... I'm, I'm, I'm a little track. bit more uh, critical than Especially that.
1: Especially because of... You made me realize this when we were talking before the show when we were doing our pre-pro. This season... I mean, not this season. This year has had so many great intros. And outros. Promise Neverland. Dororo, Mob Psycho. Demon Slayer. Vinland. Fire Force. Cannon Busters. All of them had... Oh, a top 5 OP, it's gonna be hard to give best OP at the end of the year because at that point it's gonna come down to personal preference on oh, no. music
2: this is one My Hero already lost but, yeah they have, it is gonna be a hard one because damn bro. like at first I'm hearing um, Gringe by Lisa, uh, the Demon Slayer uh, theme yeah. song, the only reason why I know that name is cause it's on my Spotify playlist, mm. and the fucked up part about it is I went from watching the first few episodes being like eh, the opening's alright, to being like and it may just be me liking Demon Slayer, but that opening hit—like I know the words, it, the melody. I
1: will say this: the Demon Slayer at first, when I started watching it, I didn't really fuck with the OP. But like as I got to the end of the season, I was like, "Oh, I, I dig this OP." Whereas, I love that opening. Whereas bro. I'll say the, the, I wouldn't put Demon Slayer in the top three of the year, but I love—I say it's like definitely top four, if not honorable mention. No, right, Demon
2: Slayer is top three for me right but now. To I be honest th- with you, Vinland Saga is top three too.
1: Vinland Saga. OP is I, got, I listen to that shit on, like in my car Look, like that's, that a, shit, that's
2: a good one that, that
1: song reminds me of like my middle school loving alternative rock that D. one just
2: got added to my playlist
1: I love the Fire Force opening I love that opening it is I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it you don't I, fuck with it it, it didn't excite me, real. See, I the Doctor
2: Stone that. Uh, opening excited me more than the Fire Force. Opening.
1: Oh, you smoking good, dude! You gotta go. I'm I'm maybe getting, getting them confused. Yeah, so I'm you gotta a, go re-listen.
2: To that. We're gonna. We're definitely gonna readdress this at the end yeah, of the year. because no, Anime of the year Talk awards. awards, we have to have opening, opening. of the year. Yeah, because yeah. we got too many. We got Promise Neverland, which was Buster, a good opening. No,
1: Panic, uh, Panic, Promise Neverland with the sax. I dug that. That was fire. Um. I think, but if I'm talking top for the year so far for me, Cannon Busters has to be up there with that Rihanna singing songs type. That was a that cool shit song. Was hard. That, shit that was hard. That was hard. And then you haven't watched Road, Ro, Ro, but we used it as one of our anime talking yeah, shows, and like I remember you one. told me that shit was fire. That was that, that Road Ro, Ro shit is hard. That was flames for sure.
2: But I ain't gonna lie, bro. Before I even liked Vinland Saga, the the, the opening that yep. OP was
1: cool. In my hero, not not a good opening. And but that's but what I'm I saying. I don't it, think that's reflective it of be. the season.
2: And maybe it'll grow on me because. Man, I'm, i think it's trash yeah, right now too. and
1: i didn't really like if i'm being honest i didn't like last season's opening either
2: yeah i, I went back because after listening to this one i went back to last season and i was like last season was mid too yeah, it was mid. but they, this they, is worse for some they haven't like had a somehow. good
1: opening since season two
2: and that's the thing you can't go from season one and season two opening bro you gave it you gave us no say run bro i mean uh you say run bro you gave us uh what was that called it starts with a p maybe it starts with a p
1: You know, Uh, you would know the names before me. When I
2: tell you, I have at least 10 songs on my laptop that I've sampled before um, from the My Hero, like just to make beats with, didn't use them. It's just the beat was so amazing. Uh, That one, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I forget what it's called. I can't can't think of it. I should know the name on the top of my head because I've listened to it so much. And I sampled it and named it the same thing. But My Hero has an iconic soundtrack to me. So far, before you get to season three, and it's just two seasons, so it's not saying yeah. much. But openings and endings were so on point that I'm expecting it to be like Naruto. Every season, you're gonna give me an iconic opening. Naruto has at least ten. They got a lot that I could name. That's my favorite. Yeah, like they... I can't even make a top five Naruto because there's there's some I'd be leaving mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So I'm you, sitting there you looking are at. My friend. And bro, that's my that's one of my number ones. <laughs> but that was my number one for the longest. But going back, there's a lot of heat in the Naruto soundtrack, bro. My
1: jump, my one is that.
2: I do like that one too. Mm, but I even like that, the original one from the original Naruto. That, like, bruh, when I go back and like.
1: Every time I hear it, I get nostalgia. Like, anytime I hear a Naruto opening, if it was at a right point in my life, I get a nostalgia bomb.
2: But I, Naruto openings are so good. They're great.
1: They're, they're Like, in terms of shonen, they but might have the best ones.
2: They're so iconic that. Or uh, the My Hero first two were so iconic. I thought that they were gonna keep up. Yeah. But this and like I'm saying, I think it's trash now. But as far as the future, it may grow on me, and I may realize, hey, maybe it's not it's not mid. Maybe it's not trash. It's just mid compared to, to my expectations. Us. Yeah. True. 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 Because they said that they set the bar high as fuck, and then they did not deliver with this one.
1: Yes, that is very true. But no need to rate the recap. Like we said, it. it we both feel that if it's an episode, we talk about in terms of every episode that's about to come this season. This this episode's a two. But, but in it's terms a, of filler, it's a good ass filler,
2: you gotta give my hero they props. If, like
1: if it's we rating filler, it's a four point five. I don't filler. like, like I don't even like
2: Dragon Ball filler. Oh my gosh! I like certain Dragon Ball filler, but just
1: mm. Dragon Ball filler irks me. But that's a whole other conversation.
2: As long as it's in between, I like in between Dragon Ball filler. Like mm. if in between arc Dragon Ball filler is what I live for. Like the beginning of Super, whenever Do you, you like see you copy uh, Vegeta. No, that's what I was about to say. The in between filler is great. Like the. Super Saiyan Hercule with the Goku grabbed the truck and jumped, uh, with the truck, he oh, he punched me. I was like dying, <laughs> laughing. But Copy Vegeta, worst filler yeah, in all anime. Copy I Vegeta animated. was
1: that—that tr- that was like them retrying to do Baby Vegeta. That shit like, pissed me off. That was them making a redo of GT. And I was like, y'all didn't do it right. It was disrespectful. Yeah, it was. It was just disrespectful. But that's all the time we got this week to say we didn't have a lot of news. We took up two hours and thirty minutes of you guys' it's really? time. Really? Yeah. That's Damn. So <laughs> <laughs> we we had a lot to talk about, man. For we, sure. We always love talking with you guys. But Chris, tell the people they can find you at on social media and tell them about your project that's out right now.
2: Man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I dropped Weave God in uh July, but just just now, and literally last episode, we this wasn't even a thing.
1: No, I knew it wasn't. That's why I still haven't finished listening to all the way through, but I'll be done by this weekend. But
2: see, the thing about it is me, uh, I, I don't want to wear out my anime bag because we've got I, I I think is one of the best, if not, I think it's the best because there's not too many, but full well rounded anime project. I gave niggas eighteen songs full of different. Uh, I had over fifty different anime. That's, and manga saw, references. that's a
1: lot. Like manga references and niggas, anime niggas references. only do the same references with Naruto, One Piece, and, and Dragon Ball if they even that into it because it's normally just Dragon Ball and Naruto.
2: Exactly. Shout out my one of my favorite rappers, Sa si Baby. I love Sa si Baby deeper than his anime rap because he has songs like uh Sylvan and um. Uh, squid, squid, I think it's squid Riffic. but that's not the point, the point is he has amazing songs and he is considered to be one of the top anime rappers, I think he's in the Hall of Fame with uh, Anime World but in Anime World, the only anime that was referenced was Naruto mm. doesn't take anything away from him as far as how cool that song was, uh, it doesn't take him out of the Hall of Fame, it was iconic, he's always going to be one of my favorites for that and for other reasons, but not just saying him, but any other rapper you wanted, like, and I say that Full, full-heartedly. Any other rapper you want to pit anime album versus anime project, nothing's comparing to We've Got. Rob Banks has done anime-themed projects and he's dabbled, but he's good at what he does, but he you hasn't know, fully dived know, in you yet know to how say... I feel
1: on Rob Banks. I, don't even have to
2: say I love him. That. I love Rob. He's, a, again, another one of my favorite artists. Like I listen to his shit a lot. But, as far as anime rap, me being that, that, that dive deep fan, I know he's not one of those technical... He doesn't go in it as deep as me. He doesn't have a song called Plus Ultra. He doesn't have a fucking song called
1: he only do like and i know this is this is your plug but i just got to say this cuz you my nigga them niggas do surface level anime bars like like for example uh i'm smoking on gas call it hidden leaf yeah <laughs> like like, like <laughs> uh
2: like and one of my favorite songs by Rob Banks 225 he goes black clover do magic bro i uh shout out to my son paulie steves for uh putting this shit on but when we did the first anime in mosh pits I did a whole set full of a bunch of We've Got songs. I tried to do as much as possible in the time limit they gave me. So when I get off of the stage, a dude walked up to me. He grabbed my uh, hand, shook my hand. And there's plenty of songs where I've said, yeah, my money's stretching like Luffy or some shit like that, which even Tentacion had said. Somebody tried to check me and said, you stole that from X. And I was like, son, I had this song done before X. Like, look at the dates of when I dropped this and the dates when he dropped it. We both just said the same shit because everybody who watches One Piece knows yeah. Luffy stretches. But for the song Shonen I got with my bro, Taco God, it's not like him. I said, uh... I feel like Luffy, I don't got no plan. I just beat your ass when I go in. It's like niggas know Luffy is just running in. Niggas are huddled up getting the plan. All right, you got that Luffy? Luffy's in the building. Yeah, you know what sense. I'm saying? I, I try he, to say he shit. Old,
1: he before the plan, even like they making the plan, he's he That's what I'm here.
2: saying. They're in the huddle and like, you got that Luffy? And they look up and he Luffy's know where not. To be at. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> he, building already. He
1: Batman him. <laughs> Now, see, I, I'm,
2: I try to make things connect to where you know I'm not one of these people who like, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Z's popping. So I'm gonna say I go super. I go super saying like no, you Goku, make it known that like you watch Chance all the these fucking shits. rapper saying I'm super rare, like super Saiyan manga. What are you talking about, son? <laughs> I want to slap Chance the rapper for that one, bro. I, I, I was mad as fuck. But what I'm trying to say is. I don't want to oversaturate that. I have my bag, my Weeb Guy bag, and y'all can go check that out right now if y'all want to hear some some quality anime bars. But that is a theme that I'm not going to get rid of throughout my regular music. So me and Fade, my brother, we just dropped a, a, a EP. It was like a three-song little pack. We got like a song called Deku versus Kachan. We got a song called Gogeta and a song called uh, Gonpachi Ro versus Inosuke because the theme of the uh, mixtape is rivalries. Yeah. It's a little series we're working on. And um for the next couple months you're going to see every month I'm going to drop a project I'm dropping one with Dirty Vans um I'm not going to tease too much from that but it has a demon slayer influence and my project with Nick uh Grand another producer a friend of mine we're dropping a one piece theme kind of and I- I'm going to have songs that are just regular but a lot of the themes of the songs and bars. I'm just not gonna oversaturate it. Like I wanna You're keep the Weave God album special. Specialized
1: themes on certain things. Exactly.
2: So expect more shit from me coming soon. Go peep out the uh Rivals EP. It has some of our best work to say. We literally recorded that whole project in an hour. Ooh, we just real? did that shit in an hour. We didn't even think about it. We freestyled it. We back and forth it. That was the concept. I wanted it to be like rivalry. It's like me and him it's almost like we're battling on track. We're, we're brother. We don't same team, but it's like, we're like back and forth and every song was yeah. freestyling back and forth. So it was real fun. I think this, the fans are going to like it. It was just really something to give them t- as a placeholder until all the other shit comes out. I'm about to start unrolling some iconic shit and that's all I'm going to say, but I just got to have one plug. If y'all follow me on the gram or Twitter, peep my link in bio. It should be a Spotify playlist. If it's not there, search hashtag weeb radio on Spotify. Uh, I'm stamping it again. I got the best anime playlist in the game. It has all your favorite Naruto openings, Vinland Real. Saga, uh, Demon Slayer. It has. It's like you a put
1: that Darura up in there because that shit. Oh. It might be
2: in there already. Real. I think I got a, a, a good blend of uh, anime openings and endings. Uh, as well as covers to anime openings and uh, endings, as far as remixes with beat wise, like people do trap remixes of the beats and Real? upload so to Spotify, everything. everything. And it has my songs, Rob Bank songs, Sa Baby songs. So you got O2.
1: opening, closings, covers, and originals
2: bro. It, I think it's like a fourteen hour playlist. It's like Real. it's like three hundred songs, which isn't. I don't want people to go in there to listen to it, but hey, if you if you throw a playlist on, if you need a pl- uh, playlist to jog, to work out, drive to drive. I, I was saying that on Twitter. It's the perfect playlist to drive through, uh, drive to work out to, um, study to, you know what I'm saying, depending on the area of the playlist, but I would suggest for any anime fan who loves anime, rock, hip hop, to just throw the We Radio, hashtag We Radio on Shuffle. Y'all will be pleasantly surprised at some of the new things you get put on to.
1: 100%. Look, you guys, you can follow me at LinBWT on Twitter. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think on Twitter. Look, um, let me say all this stuff for the network. Uh, we got the latest episode of bros who bins just dropped. If you guys have been paying attention, me and Schubert have been predicting Titan season two accurately, accurate, accurately to a T continue to watch that. Uh, like I said, the new episode just dropped. We'll drop the, the newest one, uh, on Saturday after the episode drops. So be on the lookout for that. If you're a sports fan and a, and a fan of LSU football, Prime Time is dropping its latest episode tomorrow. By the time you guys hear this, as well as on Thursday, the latest BWT podcast is dropping, and that's a doozy. I think I've done. I think that was one of my best interviews I've done yet. It's like a really good conversation with rapper from uh, Baton Rouge, Marcel P. Black. Be sure to check that out. But this is Anime Talk, so we got to do the plug one more time. Like I said, thank you guys for listening to us. Thank you guys for supporting us. Please, please, if you really, if you enjoy this podcast, and you're in Lafayette, if you're in Baton Rouge, if you're in New Orleans, if you want to make the drive, we will entertain you guys because we want to pack that bitch out. We want to make it pop and, and make it worth it, so we can continue doing this for you guys. And we're gonna have merch there for you. Come to AVC Anime Fest. Our panels at 1215, 1215 to one fifteen. Be there on time. F- tickets are just fifteen dollars. Not too expensive. Not too bad. You can get your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com, AVCAnimeFest.com, or get your tickets in person at the Cajun Dome, Cajun Dome Box Office. Again, October 19th, Anime Fest. The Anime Talk boys will be in the building. Come check it out. And then after, if you want to hang out with us, Anime and Mosh Pits presents Wing, Weebs and Wings, sponsored by Hashtag Anime Talk. We will be doing, There we have it: arts, games, music, free giveaways, cosplay contest, Jump Force Tournament, which I will win. By the way, bring your ABC anime ticket to the door and you will get a free PBR uh, beer if you're of age. That's from 8 and Tell at Wing Fingers, 1043 Johnson Street, Lafayette, Louisiana. Again, 1043 Johnson Street at Wing Fingers. Come check me and Krissa out at Weebs and Wings. We will be putting on a good show for you at the convention and after. We're just trying to make Saturday a fun-filled anime day for you guys. And we just want to make it as like a, our thank you to the fans for so far for like part one of this anime talk experience. And we're going to go into part two even better. So our season two will be better than our, our junior will be better than our senior in the words of my guy, Aubrey, Jesse Drake. But that's all the time we got. <laughs> nah, our junior will be meaner than our I don't fuck that nigga said that. Uh, but that's all the time we got for you guys this week. Be sure to check us out Saturday at ABC Anime Fest. If you don't, we will have the pod for you guys no later than Monday. As long as my plan stays the same as now. If plans change, I will let you guys know. But if not, then you can listen to us not next Tuesday, but the following. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, keep watching anime. Be safe and have a good one. Peace! We won't fall until gravity.